0: Today in Gamerhead Radio, we do our first audience participation show live on Google Hangouts and hang out with some of our listeners and uh, get some of their feedback on the show while talking about the news. Gamerhead Radio starts now.
1: So here we are live streaming as a result of snow and welcome to Gamerad Radio. I am uh, Satellite Goat this week. Satellite Goat. <laughs> satellite goat. <laughs> I am Jonathan
2: Santiago, a.k.a. Fallon Flynn. for villains, come on!
0: And I am Tech, uh, Charlie, Tekton Charnicorn Worthley.
3: Candy Mountain, Charlie. Uh, thanks,
0: everybody, for hanging out with us, and uh, yes. this is a, some, somewhat of an experiment, but um, hopefully, uh, hopefully a one that you enjoy
2: unprecedented because even though we have recorded not all in the same place at the same time never all three in different rooms Um, and before we get any wise-ass shit from anybody about how little snow is happening out there this is largely a result of the fact that I have bald ass tires and it's enough snow to kill me in a fiery car wreck on a two-hour drive so we opted to do this so that I can bring you more quality entertainment next week not dead (laughs)
4: I, uh, I, I I I
0: supported the decision I was weak. As, as being the person that didn't actually have to go anywhere. I still supported this decision, so
1: <laughs> excellent. The was a lot. Well, of better course, you weak. did. Why wouldn't you?
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yes, substantially less time consuming. So, um, your week.
1: What did you with it? Uh, that's a great question. I did a lot nothing of relevance but a lot <laughs> well don't bury the lead or anything go <laughs> Jesus Christ man that 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 wasn't exactly on purpose <laughs>
0: mm. Charlie um, how was your week uh, oh well um, my week was um, productive um, managed to get get a lot of stuff done um, for, uh, for 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 yeon pony conventions that I'm organizing um, we had um, our first uh, all all hand staff meeting this last Tuesday it was this last Tuesday right? I, didn't, I didn't miss a week um <laughs> and, um, I vaguely you know, remember it. Yeah, and it was this last Tuesday, and so that was fun. Um, it's always fun getting to actually have FaceTime, even if it's internet FaceTime, with uh, with uh, you know the people I'm going to be spending uh, a whole weekend with in just under a month and a half, or just over a month and a half. So yeah, that's um, crazy, man. Yeah. Um, basically, there's a lot of con prep on my end, John. How about you?
2: Um, a couple of different things. Um, I'm. So, you know, I mentioned it last week on the show, but Vs for Villains has a show on February 19th at the uh, Bottom Lounge, so we've been getting ready for that. Um, just tightening up on songs, you know. Um, there will be new songs there. Some of you that have been to the conventions will know the songs, because we've already played some of them there, but the people who... Like, our, our crowd doesn't always mix, like, the convention. People don't always go to the, the venues in Chicago, and the Chicago people typically don't go to the conventions. So there's this weird... We have, like, so the people that will go to the this venue that typically don't go to the con shows you're going to get stuff you haven't heard yet it's going to be like four new songs in there so um we're working on that um i am uh, you know like i, I don't want to talk too much about school stuff because it drives me nuts but i am on the forensics and debate team for Oakland community college and i'm the like hours before i hit the stage to perform TV israelans i'm doing a I'm doing a a debate piece for them, and so I have to, like, prep that shit. I've been working on that all week, and uh, uh, that, I mean, that's kind of it, man. Like, it's just school and work and
1: band stuff, you know?
0: Very, 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 very exciting. Uh, Very, very, very fucking time-consuming.
2: It makes me tired (laughs) when I
1: think about it. I'd like to uh, change my answer to Ditto to John minus the Nerd Debate Team.
2: That's true. It's true. No, it's a nightmare. I don't recommend the debate team for anybody. It's a bunch of very unorganized people thinking that they know what they're talking about when it comes to politics. uh, You
0: you would say that this is not the case? You do not agree with that statement?
2: No, it uh, was... The short version, since we came here to talk about video games, is that it's uh, it's a bunch of 20-year-old kids that talk very assertively about politics that they don't understand. Oh. So... They, I mean, but good, good old college try, literally. So good, good on them. Just not very organized. <laughs> All
0: right. Well, um, speaking about speaking of uh, organized, I have the releases ready for a live show. Yay! Yay! Look at you. <laughs> so uh, I'll pull this up here. Um, it go away, pop up. Um, so uh, uh, for releases coming up this next week on Tuesday, February sixteenth, we've got Pixel Piracy coming out on the PS Four and the Xbox One. Layers of Fear coming out on the PS Four and the Xbox One. Uh, Tron Run R. this is related to Tron proper, uh, I was not aware of this, and I'm interested. Coming up for the PS4 and the Xbox One. Uh, I think it's literally
2: just like an endless runner on Xbox.
0: That's seems like overkill for an endless runner, but okay. Yeah, um, I think so too. Yeah, uh, the uh, Street Fighter V is getting its release on the PS4 and the PC. Uh, the Escapist, The Walking Dead is uh, coming out on the PS4, which I think is uh, basically a, a Walking Dead like skin pack or like expansion pack for The Escapist, something like that. Um, yeah,
1: that's... The Escapist is another game, so it's like an 8-bit thing.
0: Yeah, for uh, uh, that, that's it in the PS4. Uh, Project X Zone 2, sitting the 3DS, uh, return to Pop... 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 I hate... Uh, Popolo Croy... A story Popolo of, Croy. Popolo Croy. Okay. A story of yeah. Seasons Fairy Tale is hitting the 3DS. Mitsurugi Kam- Kamui Hikai Japanese Japanese is hitting the PS4. <laughs> <laughs> that went well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rainbow Moon is hitting the PS4. And Randall's Monday is hitting the PS4.
2: Uh, I, yeah, I releases make me excited every week because I love listening to it's becoming a, like a favorite thing to listen to Charlie like try to chew up and spit out like all of the, the like crazy Japanese titles it sounds like he's gargling with a mouthful of marbles and a thumbtacks
1: <laughs> <laughs> um I, um, yes That is a terrible, terrible way to explain the Japanese language <laughs> Yeah, Well, yes
2: No, I didn't say that that's the Japanese language I said that's what it sounds like when Charlie <laughs> says things in the Japanese language Th-
0: This is fair um, mm. And on Thursday, February 18th, we're getting uh, Danganronpa, the trigger Happy Havoc on the PC uh, Oh, Brian Lesser is helping me out um, <laughs> um, uh Mitsurugi Kamui Hikaye is, is how I is what I should have said earlier, thanks Brian Um <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, our fourth text host, Brian Lesser. Yes. <laughs> um, Thanks, Brian. Friday, February nineteenth, Fire Emblem Fates, Birthright, and Fire Emblem, uh, Fire Emblem Fates Conquest is coming on the 3DS. And uh, that's it for releases week. And then um, looking into the into the future, on the twenty third, we're getting Far Cry Primal snuck up on us all. Uh, I feel like. On yes, it did very much so. Yeah, the PS4 and the Xbox One. Agatha Christie, The ABC Murders. Uh, like uh, you know, um, fr- fr- uh, Tuesday evening special, and ABC family. Uh, same PS Four, Xbox One, and PC. Uh, <laughs> Plants vs Zombies Garden Warfare Two is coming out on the PS Four, the Xbox One, and the PC, and Toki Tori Two Plus on the PS Four. And um, on Wednesday, February twenty fourth, Disgaea is getting its release on the PC. Yeah, nothing, nothing.
2: it. <laughs> <that. laughs> Goat's not interested. Um, I'm interested in the uh, the Fire Emblem games i've played some more of um and uh far cry primal you know I, I feel like those two are kind of the ones i'm looking forward to
0: goat you looking forward to anything on that list at all
1: not really no i mean far cry primal is gonna be all right but it reminds me of like Ark, and i think Ark does it better
0: mm. oh, interesting interesting comparison um uh on my side of things um i would have to say uh, john you're not looking forward to street fighter
2: I would be looking forward to Street Fighter oh, if I had a fucking PlayStation if, 4. If
0: I, I am, I am looking forward to Street
2: Fighter. To be fair, but I, it's going to be a minute before I can uh, play it. I'll just like dive into it up myself. I really, really am interested in it. I'm, I'm curious to spend some time with it. I'm sure uh, since Brian Lester's watching the stream, I mean, he's already had some, some hands-on time with it. I'm certain. So, uh, you know, I, I maybe, maybe we can get together, Brian, and, and uh, you know, play a little Street because I'd love to tinker with that but uh, realistically PlayStation 4 is not in the cards for me for a little while yet
1: got it got it yeah let's um, get a uh, let's get a uh, PlayStation car first yeah that's right car? let's get
2: a well, you know no like, let get a, a car without bald tires first that's oh what yeah <laughs> so that we don't have to do live streams like this one on the, uh, a, in an impromptu manner so
0: yeah well you never know this may end up being our most popular episode ever so we'll have to see could, could very well <laughs> so either that or, or this will be the one that derails the entire thing and everybody
2: unsubscribes and we don't fucking have any viewers anymore
0: <laughs> Uh, okay, well that closes out releases for the week. Um,
1: so what do we play?
0: There's the question of the week. No, 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 no. Um, Charlie, what'd you play? Well, um, I am. Um, I, I, I'm getting a lot of. Um, uh, I'm getting very good at silently yelling at the witness. Um, <laughs> well, at least you're not touching it anymore. Well, oh, th- <laughs> there is that. Um, yeah, because um, if you're if. You know, if I've mentioned in the past that Mich- uh, that I, I tend to play old video games a lot at okay. night, and Michelle is going to sleep next to me, and um, um, Witness is, I, I'm I'm loving it, and I'm it's I'm hating it at the same time, um, just because it's it, it's one of those things where I ha- you have to do it in like small almost like small doses, because it's it's you know it we, we we've talked about the nature of the game before and what it is and how it works and everything, and it's it's some of the some of the puzzles are very frustrating it's like it's a kind of puzzles where it's like once you realize what you're supposed to do it's it's incredibly simple but the game gives you absolutely zero instruction whatsoever and so a lot of times you're sitting there trying to figure out how to solve the puzzle and like like the the mechanism behind how to solve the puzzle in the first place and then once you figure out the mechanism then you actually have to go and solve the puzzle so it's almost like when, when you encounter a new mechanic in a puzzle it's it's like it's like two things you have to figure out so you know the game does a pretty good job of like teaching you how to do it and like walking you through it but there's just been a couple maybe maybe i shouldn't be playing this game at like midnight after like a long day of work maybe that's part of the mm. problem but um <laughs> too much too much uh brain power after after working all day something like that yeah and so um so maybe that's related but um yeah it's uh it's it's you know there's been a lot of times where it's it's, I've I've gotten to some puzzles that have been extraordinarily frustrating and it's been everything that I under under completely normal uh, you know, normal circumstances I would be like yelling and cursing and not throwing my controller per se and it's not quite that bad, it's not like rage quit, but it's nonetheless, it's it's frustrating, Frustrating. Um, but Mm -hmm. I have a a sleeping human being next to me who could kill me with her thoughts if she wanted to and um, (laughs) and so uh, I have to be very quiet and uh, yeah, but um um, um that, ooh, that has been taking now? up the majority of my time I would say this this last week I haven't gotten a lot of gaming in aside from that. Um yeah. Are uh, you having oh, any
2: any metal gear withdrawals or are you have you have, you have you have you settled? Are you feeling better?
0: Um I wouldn't say I'm having withdrawals. I feel like I feel like I got the closure that I needed out of, out of the game. Um Fair enough. It's um you know I considering I got through all the story missions um you know I I, I don't I, I know that I wouldn't get anything story wise which as you all know is the entire reason why I play these games. Uh, like yeah. I'm not missing any story content by not doing just like all the optional objectives and and side ops and things like that. So, so the answer to the question, no, I, I'm I'm good. Um, and then there wasn't there was, there was one other game that I played um, with one of my co-hosts, but um, I'll uh, I'll let things circle around to him before we talk about that a little bit. But uh, fair enough. So go, What did you play? Goatly.
3: This
0: uh, well, I've played two
1: games this week. One was amazing, and one was terrible. <laughs> yeah. We'll uh, we'll start with the ter- we'll start with the amazing uh, unravel is everything I hoped for and three other things I didn't know I needed. Okay. Oh, wow, that's a hell of an uh, endorsement coming from you, man. Yeah, it's it's awesome. It's like journey. It they just pop you down and there's no like any audio like actual like verbal uh, audio to it. It's just all pictures and soundtrack of the story, and they just drop you in. And they're like, here, you do these things. This is how you operate your dude. And go forth and get through and it's just the puzzles are the same thing like the witness I know I know how Charlie feels because I can only do like a level or two at a time Because it just it fries the brain. So there's a lot of there's a lot of puzzling in this game. It's a side-scrolling puzzler Oh, I didn't realize it. It, it, I honestly reminds me a lot of um, the play style of family hearts Where you're trying to get through the level and you gotta do the sequence puzzles and stuff like that Okay,
0: okay,
1: (laughs) okay Okay and you run on a yarn, so you have to like kind of manage your yarn, so you can make it to the next checkpoint to get more yarn. Oh, that okay. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah.
2: It's gotten oh. routinely decent reviews though. Everybody
1: said uh, fairly positive things about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the and you guys in your graphics, this thing's through the roof in graphics. Like you awesome. can't tell you, can't even show you how good the graphics are. They're just, they're obscenely good. Nice. well oh. yeah, um, I'm a huge fan. Now the terrible one. Um. So I've been playing Need for Speed, the newest iteration of this. <laughs> I, I I'm sorry. John. That's my fault. <laughs> John's like, hey, pick this game up. It's cheap as hell. Um, I didn't tell you to pick anything up. I
2: know that you like racing games. I yeah, saw that yeah. there was an opportunity for savings on something you probably would have
1: bought anyways on a long enough timeline. I was doing uh-huh. you a favor. Or so it, I thought. It, it, we, we call that baiting. But yes. Uh, <laughs> so, so the court game. It's great. And and I've, I've come up with this like great metaphor. So there's this beautiful, awesome nugget of gold in the center of this thing. And they, they decided to take this shit burrito and just wrap <laughs> it around that. <laughs> that, <laughs> that sounds delicious. <laughs> yeah. Where can I order one? <laughs> because the core game is there. like it, it, It's most wanted, and everything's great there. The driving's just fine. They haven't changed anything there. But they just wrapped it in this FMV, which is... Unneeded and terrible. I heard it was terrible. I heard it oh, was like oh, yeah. embarrassingly bad. It's it, the story, what they call a story, is um, laughable at best. It's, I mean, it like take, take like a Fast and the Furious storyline and make it a C movie. It's just, it's, oh, so, so Fast and the Furious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but, but Vin Diesel's not in, so you don't even get good acting. <laughs> Oh, I. Um, that's a whole other thing. I'm not even going to fucking touch <laughs> that. No, no, no. no. no I'm, saying, I'm saying compared to this, Vin Diesel is good acting. <laughs> that's rough,
0: man. Oh, yeah, so oh, I'm rough. sorry. I'm sorry. No, so it was the Need for Speed movie. Yeah. 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 It's, it's fucking horrible. Like, it, it's <laughs> annoying. There's this little shithead named Spike,
1: and he's what's going on? You want to throw down? I'm like, no. Did he, did he actually say throw down? Uh, he says it several times. And he uses all that hipster language. And he can't keep his hat on straight. It's like all kiltered up and over to the left. Yeah, it's just—is like, it that, or or are you a man? No, no, it's. Not. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you. But it, it's terrible. Like the, everything around the core game is just horrendous. If they would like just stripped it down and just popped you in your car. I'd be good, but it's—it's mm-hmm. taking me everything I got to get through with the, the cutscenes and and terrible terrible characters that they put into it delightful yeah so that's what i played uh what do you got john
2: um i played a few things this week i didn't really have a lot of time i was working on a lot of stuff um so i'm still playing metal gear uh obviously i am now capable of doing uh fob missions i've only done like one or two it's a kind of a brilliant system, though. Um, I've never seen any sort of a multiplayer component like it in gaming because it, it's a player, but it doesn't. It's not as it's not typical. You know, you build a Ford operating base. You have your troops. You have materials. You have vehicles. You have weapons and you, know, um, you can spend a certain amount of money to amp those things up, and then you can go in and invade their forward operating base. It's like it gives you a list, it's almost like servers, and then you pick from the forward operating base you wanna in, in, uh, infiltrate. If you infiltrate the operating base and get to the center of um, the operating base, a particular area, and there's different types of operating bases where the sort of objective location is in different areas, um, if you get to the center without being killed, or if the, before without the timer running out, you get guys, you get like their guys, and you know the materials and things that are on the platform, and you are awarded those things for finishing. Um, but what happens is, is when you infiltrate somebody's forward operating base, it alerts that player because you can only do it if they're logged in and playing. Like, let's say I'm in the middle of a mission, I have to make the judgment call to abandon a mission. Maybe I've been playing for 45 minutes and lose my progress to go back and defend and I have to go kick that son of a bitch out of my base so they don't take my guys like maybe you won't like finish the objective but they can still use the Fulton balloons to take just steal shit your re- fucking resources that you got yeah. yourself yeah. so it's kind of a brilliant thing and you feel like there's something at stake when you do it so um i've seen some pretty crazy fob stuff my brother was telling me a story about some guy that tranked him when he was in his fob carried him to the edge of the fucking like thing and just threw his ass overboard into the water and killed him and then <laughs> my brother was telling me a story about a guy that was in his fob and he he put the guy in and knocked him out put him in the back of a jeep drove the jeep towards a cliff and jumped out and fucking drove like you can kill people in the most creative ways it's really fun um so i played that I played a little bit of Fire Emblem Awakening um, because I'm just slowly creeping through that on my 3DS, and I love it, man. It's really good. I don't feel compelled to play it all the time, but it's really good. Um, I've been playing Chrono Trigger on the DS as well, um, which it's it's Chrono Trigger, and it's it's amazing. It's one of the best games ever made. Um, And uh, I started uh, DMC. (laughs) remake that was hush brian Lester. i can hear you hissing and booing over there already (laughs) um i started playing that on the xbox one just to see i finished it so i'm not going to play through it but i just wanted to see what it looked like um how they cleaned it up it's great man it it looks and runs really well um i started playing um uh i keep to say fucking far cry but it's not it's um you can do it (laughs) tropical dude on the island with the fucking parachute and the zip line just cause just cause god damn <laughs> um i started playing just cause 3 really pretty very silly it's pretty much just just cause 2 with uh, better graphics um it's a terrible story the dialogue yeah. is fucking it's garbage it's beyond garbage um and then uh i played halo 5 with charlie we played together cooperatively
0: this 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 is true. Um, mm-hmm. and this was our this was our first time um, um, playing cooperatively through through Halo. Um, our, our first time I, I, I begrudgingly have to admit it's our first time in a long time playing a game yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. I'm
2: um, looking for You would think we would play together all the time, but yeah. you know Adults, man, it's yeah, nah, I don't recommend being an adult. Adulting
0: it's sucks. Um, yeah, we, we definitely want to do that more often, but um, um, so, John, you've you've lamented before about the, the multiplayer in Halo 5, about how you're not impressed with it. Um, how yes. Do you, how do you feel about the the campaign in Halo? Playing in uh, the co-op
2: stuff is handled fine. Um, I, I kind of feel like they built this, custom built this, to be a four-player co-op experience. The thing is is that I've played variations of it with two and three people, but never four people. And as Charlie and I discovered, even on like a normal difficulty, your AI companions are... Fucking dumb. They are so dumb.
0: Like Um, boxers.
2: Like really. Oh my god. Like actually, for a game that is, that has that good of a reputation, and for a game that has that big of a budget behind it, I actually the more I play it, the more bothered I am. Because when I was playing it before, I was playing with Ryan on, and we were playing it on, um, you know, on the hardest difficulty level on Legendary, and I was like, just because because we're playing on Legendary, and it's supposed to be hard. No. Charlie and I were playing it on normal, which is like you could take probably a dozen shots. And even that, they're just like they're either really stupid, they don't fire at anything, or they're standing right in your fucking way when you're trying to shoot at something. So um, stupid. Um, but I I feel like playing that game with four friends – Uh, would probably be a blast. If it was me and you and Goat playing it and, like, somebody else that we know through GamerHead or a good friend of ours, I think we'd have a great time. And I think it would be just an absolute blast to play that game and have fun playing it. But two players works just fine. But I I feel like the experience would be enriched with four. Do you
0: think think that was on purpose? Do you think that they tuned the difficulty to really want you to need to play it with four people?
2: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, because... um, while two people can get through it just fine i feel like i feel like even on a normal difficulty setting there were spots you and i were playing there were like choke points where i was just like this seemed unusual for just two people on normal and it was when we were fighting one of the um i don't remember what the hell they're called they're not guardians they're the wardens um we we're fighting the wardens you got to shoot them in the back there's like this little circle you have to shoot them in the back to, to hurt them Charlie and I did one of those fights on normal for like, it was like 12, 15 minutes, just that one fucking fight, yeah, um, which shouldn't have taken
0: that long, so. Well, maybe I just suck, John, that, that that's always a possibility. Yeah,
2: but it was fun, I had a good time, <laughs> you know, I mean, anytime, anytime you can sit down and play with friends, it's always preferable to playing with strangers, you get used to like dropping into a multiplayer room and just playing with whatever racist 12 year old is hanging out on Xbox Live and you just mute their mic but when you have friends it, it's always going to make things better so i had a good time playing you know i'm sure we'll get back to that here shortly
0: before we move on just want to take uh, take a peek over at the chat room want to say hi to uh brian mr thunder underpass is still with us uh vintage albino has joined as has iKirsten. um so um hello to all you um what's going john, on everybody john IKirsten wants to punch your bitrate um uh, admittedly it uh the the, the front facing camera on your phone right now well you've you've looked better sir no offense um uh, <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's a bit crap. Well, actually, I do it on purpose to hide the uh, the, the blemishes and imperfections on my screen. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no, it's, um, I have a terrible internet connection. It's just actually usually not bad, but this week, um, it's been... I've had to fucking reset my router probably like six times this week, so Comcast is getting a call this week. Not that they'll do anything, but probably lower my internet speed for bothering them. Assholes.
0: Yeah. Uh, they make me sad. You, You're always welcome to invite me over if you need a hand with that, because that's sort of what that's I true. do but that's uh, right yeah um, so hello hello
2: everybody yeah. for uh thank you for for watching this is um for anybody who's not because i know this is kirsten's first time watching the show um this is we're sticking to our format in a live setting but typically um we're not yeah we're not on camera this is kind of a new thing for us and we're, we're maybe going to start doing it tomorrow. i'm I sorry i was whispering at my wife last week <laughs> <laughs> yeah don't you sass me charlie um <laughs> So, anyways, um, yeah, yeah, that was it. I think that's everything. I had time to play this week. Just, you know, um, I haven't really, haven't really been able to dig into any, into anything. This time, you know. Um, and plus, Metal Gear, like that one, that'll just eat up all your time if you're not careful. That's enough to, to kill everything
1: off. So.
3: Mm.
1: <laughs> it got so quiet. Why are you guys and quiet? This, and this is the awkwardness where we usually have music.
0: Dude. That's no, that's, 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 uh, that, that's true. So, what <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: is even happening right there? <laughs>
0: what? Um, John, you had a tiny cowboy hat on your head there for a second.
2: You need to stop doing drugs, man.
0: Uh, while that is true, you still did have a tiny cowboy hat on your head there for a second. And uh, that was
2: my hair. It quaffs oddly, d- you know, d- when it snows it? outside. It acts up in the weather. Yes. Ah, uh, interesting. No, it was now. a tiny cowboy hat. It's my son's. Go, oh. Whoa, whoa, yeah,
1: <laughs> and we're back. Jesus Christ. We're going Christ. for a ride. Yeah
3: want to take you for a ride.
1: Sorry, you know, out of the 3 of us, <laughs> I have the best looking video. That's awkward. Well,
0: That's, uh... Your own video will always look the best to you because you're not seeing it the the, the, the degradation of any stream <laughs> oh, right, like, so. the yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not uh, I'm not running this from a PC uh, because my PC broke like everything around me lately is just fucking breaking. So, I'm sure that my my feed is presenting a lot of artifacting. Apologies. Yeah.
0: A little bit. Um, um yeah, yeah. So cool. so so good. I believe that we've uh, completed the first section of the show.
1: Yeah, yeah, we should probably move on to the next section, huh?
0: Go ahead and do it. Yeah. All right. I so
1: believe in you. Now that, uh, shit. Uh, now that you <laughs> Now that you've heard what we've done in video gaming, let's see what the industry's done in that. video so close. gaming. God damn it, I'm <laughs> terrible at this.
2: You know what, though? Judges, can we. Oh, will we take that? They'll take it. That's good. <laughs> Alright, coming in at number five this week, Toymaker teases return of Crash Bandicoot. Uh, an offhand comment at the New York Toy Fair has Crash Bandicoot fans rejoicing with hope that the franchise will return to PlayStation. In this interview with Pixel Dan Eardley, uh, Randy Falk, Director of Development for Toy and Collectible Powerhouse, Nika, goes through this company's license offerings. Quoted as saying, we've got a lot of stuff going on with Sony, he said, referencing the God of War, Uncharted, and Little Big Planet franchises. Then offhand, he mentions his, uh, he mentions this. Jesus Christ, I haven't had <laughs> (laughs) that much fear then offhand he mentions quote looking at some of their other titles i see that they're bringing crash bandicoot back oh that's real fucking subtle man (laughs) that's it (laughs) you know um i i kind of feel like this is this is a long time in the making and something that they probably should have been working on uh a a long time before uh i guess feel about this would you pick up a new crash bandicoot game
0: Uh, I would, uh, I would hope I would want to pick up a new Crash Bandicoot game. Of course, it depends on the, uh, on the game and how good it is, but, uh, I'm, I'm definitely interested.
1: You know, whatever happened to that lizard game?
0: Lizard game? Who? Yeah, side note.
1: No, 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 no. Speaking of a side note, remember that, that Crash Bandicoot game they were going to come out with that was like a lizard and a something?
0: No, I don't remember that Kickstarter. at all. No, oh no, my god, nothing.
2: Oh no, 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 that was that was a um, that was a spiritual successor to yeah, Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. Oh, are you?
1: Um, that's Crash still Bandicoot. Yeah, no, that, that's
2: still. Oh, coming.
3: not Crash Bandicoot. Uh, uh, Banjo
1: Kazooie. <laughs> Sorry, fuck. And it was no, no. um, there was one on Kickstarter that they were in the vein of, and and yeah, they, and it
2: was in the vein of, of
1: Banjo Kazooie or not something Crash
2: like
0: that. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm googling. You guys keep talking. Okay. live I was, I was Googling. Google
2: Um But wasn't it? Called, was it? Was it Hullabaloo? Is that what they called it? I don't know. It's, it's it was something,
1: something like that. Dlia. I don't know. It was something. Jambalaya, catchy. What is the food? <laughs> is it? It's Cajun, man. All right. Oh right, right, right. I'm right. New Orleans in the house. Whoa, we're going to. <laughs> yeah, we're
2: unlocking things until I get this there is. This hey, right hey right thank you, ukulele. Go God, Jesus Christ, that wasn't even close yeah, Brian. Has, I said hullabaloo. Uh, hullabaloo is a different game, I think.
1: is yep. a thing, isn't it? <laughs> isn't it like a like the hullabaloo yeah, that's a, that's a word for it nothing is. of what you just said. True story.
2: Um, I think it's long overdue. I hope that when they bring it back, they make it just as bright and colorful for the times now that it was when it was originally relevant then. So, um, you know, do you do you guys think that, uh, do you think it's possible to make a Crash Bandicoot game a system seller in this day and age, or do you think that it's going to have to be like a, an arcade type title?
0: John, we haven't no. lost your video real quick just so no. you know.
2: I know, that's because I'm moving on to the next story soon.
0: Oh, I, di- I didn't know.
1: No worries. Uh, okay. Um... So to, an- to answer your question, John, I don't think it'll be a system seller at all. Um it'll probably fall into the rare replay like nostalgia vein. Yeah. What about you, Charlie? What do you think?
0: Um, do I think it's gonna be a system seller? No. Um do I but do no. I think that there's um if, if they do it right and if they um especially if they're able to um You know, keep keep a lot of the uh, a lot a lot of the things in the spirit that kept Crash Bandicoot interesting and um, made it for what it was originally. I think um, it it could definitely appeal to a lot of gamers that were were, that were playing video games when Crash came around the first time, and um, you know, possibly pick probably pick up some new fans in the process. Um, Say new uh, or nude. Yeah, I I I see I see a very (laughs) hard time. um, I I see them having a very hard time getting it to be a. uh, a system seller, though it's it's. Yeah. Yeah. I, I see. I mean, well, it depends on what kind of game it is. I mean, it, it, if they keep it as like an adventure game, like like, like typical Crash, but like the running, I, I don't know, because it's. I mean, Crash was almost like it was almost like an, a runner like before runners were a thing, you know. So. Yeah. Yeah. A, totally. For sure. It just depends on what they do with it, I guess.
2: <laughs> yeah. I, I wouldn't mind seeing them do uh, do something like uh, you know full function with it where they they build an entire game, but I think it's going to be kind of hard to tell until they do um, you know and show something off for it. Um, I just hope that they uh, I hope they do something with it where it's more uh, a little bit more of a robust world than just kind of three overhead like it you used to be or side scrolling. Uh, the times have moved on, and I feel so must they. But that's just my opinion, personally.
0: John, um, I, have to, I have to ask, did you did you watch the video that's posted on the on the Polygon article that you got this from? No, I did not. Uh, you, you should. There are some very, very, very nice-looking Predator and alien toys in this video. Um, look, when
2: we're live-streaming, I would hate to touch myself in front of people, so I'm just going to wait until after the show to do that. But thank you. <laughs> All Why right. do you do these things to me, Charlie? I can't help but feel like you're just trying to get me to pull my nipples out in front
0: of our viewers. So um, I do that. Eh.
2: I am moving on. On
1: that note, I I guess I should move on to number four.
2: Entertainment's
0: entertainment, so you know whatever. Wait, I'll tell you what, and it's real cheap at this point, (laughs) nice and free.
1: Wait, John's gonna be pulling his nipples, and you're talking about nude players of Banjo Kazooie. This this is interesting. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. it's good stuff. (laughs) So it's a typical Um, episode so far. Yeah, that's right, that's right.
2: Yeah, that's the best thing about doing these live episodes is is that all the stuff that we cut out, you guys normally don't get to hear. We usually cut it out because it's horrifying. (laughs) Yeah. um, I mean, not that you guys wouldn't appreciate that, but you know, um, I'm trying to pretend like, say, it's a wholesome show, it's not that, it's a lie. Yeah, it's a lie. Um, um, So, moving on to number four. um, Rise of the Tomb Raider wins big at the 2016 Writers Guild Awards. So, Rise of the Tomb Raider has claimed the Writers Guild's Outstanding Achievement in Video Game Writing Award for 2016. This is a major victory for the game and the only award offered to a video game during the ceremony. The other nominees were Assassin's Creed Syndicate, The Witcher 3, and Pillars of Eternity. What an odd bunch of games to nominate. Um, I mean, Witcher 3 is a shoe-in. Wait, what was the list? Assassin's Creed Syndicate, Witcher 3, Pillars of Eternity, and Tomb Raider. The award recognized what? for contributing writers lead narrative wrong? designer no i know it's really strange no well pillars i mean are... i started
1: playing what's that why is why is pillars on there like the rest of them are like triple a titles I've i can't say
2: well I mean, I mean here's the thing it's just quality of writing though i mean to to oh, exclude right. a game because it's not a AAA seems like an odd thing to me but um i haven't played pillars so i, I that's not on my radar personally um so it says that the award recognized four contributing writers, lead narrative designer John Stafford, narrative designer Cameron, St- and additional writer Philip Gillette. Uh A full list of winners in the films and film in the film categories for those interested is available on the Writers Guild of America website. If you wanted to check that out, um, this is kind of cool, man. Uh, I've, I'm only about five hours into Tomb Raider, uh, the new Tomb Raider, Rise of the Tomb Raider, and. Uh, I don't i don't see anything in there worth winning winning writing awards personally um it's good it's not it's a lot of it's kind of typical uh maybe there's a twist or something changes for me but being a quarter of the way into the game or maybe a little less than halfway into the game it's okay it's good it's not great i like the first one better personally on a narrative level but that's just me um but good for them man
0: that's uh that's good stuff there, there right. are definitely some games I'm surprised that aren't on this list, like, 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 like Fallout 4, for example. Is yeah. is, is the story in Fallout 4 not considered to be that good? Like, okay, maybe the game is great, maybe the gameplay and everything is great, but what about the story? Is, is the story not considered to be very good?
2: Uh, that's a good question. I'm not really sure how to answer that.
0: Um, well, um, um, uh, I, I'm sorry. What is your, what is your, what is your identification, soldier?
1: Oh, hold on. Let me put my glasses back on. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I poked myself hey, hey. My It's tr radar. <laughs> my name's Matt I'm a radar technician <laughs> Sanitation You're in sanitation I am in sanitation So oh, I live, do like this Google... Because if
2: I raise my face up Then you just see my fat Stubbly chin Poking out of the bottom I happen to be sitting next To all my son's toys So I just keep putting Shit on
1: my face Your son's toys Yeah we'll go with that Yes Yes so I live Googled pillars, and uh, it actually looks really good. I uh, huh. I understand now. <laughs> it's a Western mm. RPG. Oh, you have um, my attention.
0: By the By the way, uh, John uh, Darcy is um, saying uh, is, is is arguing for Witcher 3's amazingness in the in the Twitch chat.
2: No, no, it's great. Like uh, Darcy, so I don't, I don't dislike Witcher. I'm really enjoying it. But ha- having played a substantial amount of hours of both and Metal Gear Solid Five, Metal Gear Solid Five wins for me personally, um, just because there are ideas in there I've never seen in another game before.
0: Yeah, for real. No, um, but, but what about storytelling specifically? Which game do you think has a better story? storytelling? Um, it's
2: strange, like. I like the storytelling in The Witcher. The writing is outstanding. I have no beef with the writing whatsoever. But the way it's presented has been done a dozen times before. It does it the same way Dragon Age does it. It does it in a similar manner to the way that the Mass Effect games do it. It does it to a very similar uh, manner in which the uh, the Elder Scrolls games do it. So the manner in which it tells the story is not it's not very original, but it's not bad. It's great. It's just it's been done a lot. Metal Gear has a really weird way of telling the story. They try to make it seem like, like natural, like you, you'll go out on a mission and you'll just think you're gonna do from point A to point B and you're gonna finish it. And if something had happened in the middle of the mission. There was one mission I launched where they're like, uh, like when I got to the FOB missions, they're like, stop what you're doing and come back to the base. You have to. It's like a mission landed in the middle of my mission and yep. interrupted it. Yep. And you don't expect that because you just expect. It to blaze. So Metal Gear's story, I haven't finished it, so I can't say whether it's a better story than The Witcher. Um, but I can say the manner in which they're trying to tell the story seems a little bit more original. uh, The way that they're presenting it, not necessarily the writing, and the manner in which they're trying to present it seems like they were trying to do something different, even if it's really odd. Um, On a gameplay level, Metal Gear pummels Witcher into the floor just because Witcher is a great game that makes it very difficult for you to do things that should be very simple, and thus makes it very time-consuming to do things that should not be time-consuming. Uh, like it, a lot of the alchemy stuff, collecting ingredients for alchemy is a fucking pain in the ass, and I hate doing it. And I, it makes me not want to do it, but I kind of need some of those potions sometimes to do it. But I digress, so I'll move on. But I love Witcher, it's really good, um, but I still think Metal Gear takes the cake for 2015, for me personally.
0: Do, do you hate getting elements for alchemy more or less than you hated mining on the Mako?
2: Um... Look, mining on the Mako is really stupid. <laughs> uh, mining on the Mako funny. Mining for alchemy elements in in, in Witcher isn't even... It's, you can't even make it funny. Like, if you need sort of some of the more rare alchemy items, you just have to, like, go out there and find the monster. Like, if you need a drowner brain, you got to go find... It. You got to fucking wade into a lake and find a drowner and kill him and hope that that drowner you killed has a fucking drowner brain on it uh you know and and maybe it won't you know you might have to kill three or four of them and that's not so much the drop rates are high enough but i don't want to fucking walk out into the middle of podunk nowhere just to get a drowner brain i hate doing that i want to be able to maybe buy it from a vendor if i want to and they don't really give you that option with certain alchemy items so um i'm just essentially what i'm saying is is that i'm lazy and I am a father and have very little <laughs> amount of time to play. So uh, this is fair. But but I do represent a demographic. I do represent and now aging demographic of people who are in their thirties and beyond that grew up playing games and had no problem spending countless hours playing whatever, but now don't have those countless hours, so I have to make an adjustment to that. But anyways I'm getting rambly. Um so yeah, goats just looking at me while he smokes you're judging me. I can see it in your eyes. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: No, I'm seeing if my battery life's gonna make it. I completely forgot to bring my charger. Plug oh, <laughs> your charger in, man. <laughs> I, I may have to take a leave of absence for a second and go.
0: <laughs> we'll leave
1: of absence. That I think means he's we're... gonna take a dump while he's. <laughs>
0: um, do we do go? Do you want to just take care of that real quick before we get started with the next story, I and mean, we can just pause for a quick second? That's not a problem. All right. That oh, we could. Right yeah. Back. We'll
2: we'll entertain everybody's. we
0: yep. will be right back. So. um... While goats away, looking at the Twitch chat, um, John, uh, so, so, uh, uh, some of the folks in Twitch are talking about their um, their their, their, their the, uh, the 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 Let's players that they like, and, yes. I, and uh, Vintage Albino was mentioning Markiplier. Is there are there? Mm-hmm. I know you watch Let's players more than I do. Do you have any um, any yeah. Let's players that that you enjoy watching? I know you like Markiplier. Um. Right?
2: uh, Here's what I'll say. I respect MarketPlier. Um, There are a bunch of people doing Let's Play, um, you know, Twitch chat. And here's the thing. I think the medium lacks a deficit of quality. I think there's tons of quantity because anybody can pick up a camera and broadcast like us three schmoes right now. But I don't think there's a lot of quality that goes into the consideration for it. I I don't watch a lot of Markiplier stuff, but I do respect him because I think that not only is he a genuinely kind guy, I think the content he produces is decent most of the time, and I think that he is tremendously very kind and giving to his fans. So I respect the guy. My favorite YouTuber, um, like video game YouTuber or Let's Player, is probably Video Game Donkey. Mostly because as ridiculous and kind of trolly as he can be, he's not condescending. And I feel like a lot of Let's Players are condescending or... I feel like a lot of YouTube, like, let's players suffer from the same problem that a lot of, like, cosplay people, like, big-name cosplayers suffer from, which is um, kind of buying into their own legend. Um, yeah. Which I don't find to be terribly flattering, uh, personally, just personally. Um, and, and I've met a lot of, like, cosplayer folks that, that are very kind and very, very honest and genuine nice people. And I've met a couple that terrible um, on post- but are very nice people privately so it kind of confuses you a little bit but um I, I video game donkey's probably my favorite like YouTube personality for video gaming just because I think that what he produces is oh fucking hilarious two it's usually very honest and three um he does some unique shit sometimes with the the YouTube videos that he does and puts together I just they make me laugh consistently so um he's probably my favorite yeah.
0: do you have an opinion on PewDiePie?
2: um I, I can't... Here's the thing. It's very difficult to be non-subjective about stuff like this when you work around it and you you want to spend time with it. He may be a tremendously nice guy. As I've heard, he's actually a pretty nice dude. So what I'm saying is not necessarily a commentary on Felix. It's a commentary on PewDiePie. I think it's shit, man. I think it's... <laughs> I think it's... There's nothing, there's nothing there. Well, like, what he has, good for him. Like, I'm, I'm glad for the guy but I don't think that the content he produces is really worthy of the Um, and it's more for kids, like that sort of loud, obnoxious. Like the best example I can give you is like, I used to love one of Adam Sandler's comedy albums when I was in high school. Like, I got a snake, man, like that fucking record. I used to laugh at that. I go back and listen to it as an adult and it grates on my fucking nerves, man. I think that the, he's really grating and obnoxious, but I think that's not, it's not for me. You know what I mean? Like I have to accept the fact that it's not made for me. There's a certain age group that really it appeals to and it's not John, you know, it's not 34 year old grown ass man, John, you know, because I can look at that and go, that's kind of shit, you know, but I also work, <laughs> you know, with, with Charlie and Goat and I worked around these for villains and like the world of production. And so on a production level, I look at it and I go, but it's crap. You know, um, so I'm subjective about it. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, I, I think maybe he's a nice guy and, um, you know, I understand why a certain age group likes him, but I, I think it's, I don't think anybody's going to remember PewDiePie in 10 years and rightfully so, because the content is weak. I think people are work for PewDiePie um, because PewDiePie is a number hype, you know, there's no, uh, no quality there. You know, that's it. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, shall we move on to number three before I ramble for another 20 minutes? You
0: no, know, it looks like goat's back, so uh, have at it. Wee.
2: All right, moving on to number three for the week. Um, EA's social media accounts are being spammed by skate fans. Skate fans are desperate for a new entry in the skateboarding simulation series, and they're doing everything within their power to get it made. The company's Instagram page, which has almost a million followers, followers which I find surprising, personally is getting bombarded by eager boarders who want their favorite franchise to make a comeback. For example, an innocent Valentine's Day post showing a couple of The Sims characters has 800 comments, the vast majority of which say (laughs) Skate 4 in various permutations. And it's the same for practically every image that the publishers posted. It's a similar story on Facebook and Twitter, though admittedly to a much lesser extent. The last entry in this property, uh, Skate 3, launched almost five years ago and got off to a slow start. However, a series of PewDiePie videos uh, actually caused the PlayStation 3 game to climb up the charts, forcing publisher EA to print a new batch of copies. The series resurgence under the suite is likely the reason for these requests, which the uh, the company surely has to be paying attention to now. What an odd thing, man. <laughs> Mr. Danny Meckler, one-time co-host for the show and uh, and friend of the show, uh, is and like it's almost a running joke at this point that Danny is such a huge skate fan. Yeah. Um. So good for you. Dude. It's all Danny Meckler. You know, it's him just sitting there. <laughs> he doesn't fucking. He doesn't leave the house. He's just he doesn't he, shower, He's he doesn't he doesn't making
0: furniture out of his ac- click, 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 click. copies. Of, uh, That's exactly what it is.
2: Purchase. We're on to you, Meckler. <laughs> That's very much your style, man. But good for you for sticking to your convictions.
0: Yeah. Um, would
2: you guys have any interest in a, in a new skate game?
0: Um, no. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no. Did, were either of you – okay, so to be fair, I think before asking that question, either of you ever have any interest in uh, in the skating games when, like, it blew up in, like, the late 90s, early 2000s, like, between 2002 and 2005, like, weak spot for skateboarding video games. Um, either of you get on board with that craze? No. I no, did. I, even, I mean, I used to skateboard it. when I was younger. And I loved it, man. I loved it. Played it. I played so much uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Not. I mean, like the original ones, but I played a played so much Tony Hawk that I I I couldn't touch it anymore. I the guy couldn't look at it anymore. It grossed me out. It was like eating food that you've had too much. Like it'd make you gag. <laughs>
0: yeah, my, yeah. My my uh, first goat. We've lost your video. I don't know if you're aware. Oh, you back? Oh, here. there
2: he is. Welcome back, you handsome. And, uh,
0: I had uh, clean uh, off my phone. It was getting a little leggy. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I um, my answer should not be surprising because as, as you guys know, I play games for the story, and there's not a lot of story in in a skater Tony Hawk game. So, we
1: yeah, yeah, about, yeah, it was
0: game of the year,
1: story-driven game. It was everything you wanted and more. That that is no, my it was, answer.
2: <laughs> it was an excuse to stick. It was it was an excuse to stick everybody who skateboarded in a game, and it was so funny too because I remember like at the height of that shit, it would get like skaters of the time and record like their dialogue for their character like not their characters for their personas in the game and so you had like some people like bam margera who was used to being in front of a camera had no problem but you had a dude like mike valele <laughs> it's like a known kind of like temper maniac and sort of like uh, not an actor at all it was just like yeah skateboard yeah it's like super awkward <laughs> um so i remember that i have fond memories of that game but um you know, I, I kind of think I've moved on from it, too. Um, I, I, I included the story this week because I found it entertaining that uh, there are people out there who are willing to um, obnoxiously hijack uh, their, their social media accounts in order to get their point across. Um, Danny Meckler, go to sleep. So just leave those people alone, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish he was here right now. I know. I know. We miss Mech, man. We'll have to hang out with him soon. Okay. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and move on uh, to number two, which is a happy story. <sighs> number two, Google is working on a VR headset that needs a phone or a PC. Okay. So you've heard Google is developing a virtual reality headset that is more legit than cardboard, but a new report has just indicated the company is making a second device that doesn't need a phone or PC. So it's a standalone headset is what they're saying. Wall Street Journal said Google is getting real about virtual reality by developing a quote all-in-one virtual reality handset. It doesn't require a secondary device such as a smartphone, computer, or even a game console, meaning it would be the first headset in recent history to power a display uh, and display a VR experience all its own. Um, you know, even the, the the rift, as we all know, at six hundred bucks relies on a PC. So it's planned uh, a standalone headset should deliver a quality experience as well as features on-screen, high-powered chips, and outward-facing cameras. Google plans to use chips from Movidius and that... Hold on, I'm going to say that again because that just came out like verbal diarrhea. Google (laughs) plans to use chips from Movidius and that the cameras will be able to track the motion of the user's head. WSJ, that'd be Wall Street Journal because apparently the folks at PocketLint.com uh... I think that, that abbreviating wall street will be legalism. uh... WSJ could not specify when this headset might appear it could debut this year or google could even uh... google could even can it all uh... keep in mind uh... this is uh... this follows news that uh... google named clay bavor its virtual reality chief recently and that it shipped more than five million cardboard viewers since late 2014 um... this is kinda interesting uh... Um, Given that we just recently heard that they're developing something of their own that's uh, supposed to be kind of a competitor to uh, you know the the gear VR which we've talked about extensively on the show how do you guys feel about
0: this uh, yes please yes please
2: um, Charlie you you keep up with trending tech news and pretty often do you feel like uh, do you feel like you've heard anything outside of what this article is discussing that that maybe sheds a little more light on what this project is or is it very hush hush out there?
0: Yeah, no, one of the things Google's pretty good at is keeping secrets, and so um, I haven't heard anything more than basically whatever what this article has summarized. Yeah. Um, you know, it's uh, it's you know, Google is such a weird company because they are at the end of the day they are an advertising company. That is that is where their revenue comes from for the most part. You know, they've got they they had they do have other revenue streams like like the Play Store and Android, uh, you know, and the various other play you know music and movies and things like that. But I mean, like I I don't know the percentage, but I would wager that at least two thirds of their income, if not more, comes from comes from uh, their their advertising, you know, in, in, you know various yeah. products and, and initiatives, and so. You know, when they do things like this, when they do things, even you know, when when they when they do things like Gmail, when they do things like like Google proper, when they do things like Drive, when they do things like that, all, all the entire point of all of this is to get more people using the internet and Google products, so that more people see Google advertisements. That isn't that is Google's entire way yeah, of thinking. Yeah, And so when when they do stuff like this. The the immediate question among the tech community is okay, what's Google's angle? Like, why are they spending all this money on something that they're probably not going to charge for? Because that's how Google operates. And so, you know, there there are people who are wondering, you know, basically, where is the advertising angle going to come in? Like, how are we? How are? How is Google going to get us to see advertisements when they're using you know a Google VR headset to do whatever they're doing in a Google VR headset? And um, you know, so that that's kind of a big question right now. Um, But you know, uh, any way you look at it, you know, uh, just, just, uh, John, just confirming something that uh, has been established in the Twitch chat. Brian is the only person on the face of the planet who is not excited for VR, and so speaking for the rest of us, um, you know, the Brian, uh,
2: Brian, I have to ask you. Um, I mean, just out of sheer curiosity, this is not one of those like, well, have you fucking tried it kind of thing. <laughs> like, have have you had an opportunity to play with any of it? And if so, what is it that makes you unhappy about the experience, or just uninterested? in the experience because our our uh, friend and, and a couple times co-host Ricky Keller uses it for work related things um, to, to develop work related apps and stuff like that but he's he's told me too that he's dubious he doesn't really necessarily we had this discussion last night actually standing next to Goat, um at, uh, at a little shindig we had um, he's dubious he doesn't necessarily feel like it's um, it's gonna really do what he wants it to do, yeah. and so he doesn't necessarily feel like it's maybe not. Really, he wants it to believe he like X-Files style, like fucking hardcore, man. Like, but he doesn't <laughs> necessarily think it's gonna do what he wants it to do. Right? Um, so, and, I, I, we'll, and I think so, he's fucking wrong.
3: Yeah. I have um, an idea. Okay.
1: <laughs> See, I think Brian doesn't like VR because he's a fighting game guy, and that would mean he'd have to go to the gym. <laughs> three hundred and sixty five days a year to continue playing his games. See
2: man, you know but as a fighting game enthusiast myself, I would I would love for there to be VR support for you to stand there and be a fucking spectator to your own fight, like how, how fucking rad would that be? Or, like, let's say you have a particularly good fight. Or how about this? Wouldn't you like to be a fucking spectator at a at a fucking match, like, like a land match at EVO? Wouldn't you love to be a spectator at one of the fights for one of the fucking big guys? I'd love to watch Justin Wong and Daigo fucking do a fucking... Repeat of their 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 you know 2008 Evo you know moment you know like I would love to be standing there in that fucking VR crowd watching that fight dude yep. just fucking cheering it on with other people like there are applications for it that go beyond being in the game itself though I th- think that games could virtual reality in ways that would be really cool like watching replays of your online matches or even just standing there where like you know you can kind of get behind the action if you wanted to in a certain way but I don't know man. Um, i I go like this.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Just um. Uh, while hopefully Brian is typing out uh, his response uh, in, in the Twitch <laughs> chat. Um. Just to summarize mm-hmm. what I was saying. You know. Just to put a cap on what I was saying before. You know. Um. Uh, for, for the rest of us who are excited about VR, as far as as far as I, I, I think I can speak for all of us and say that you know the more the more players we have in this space, the more competition we're gonna have. You know, the, uh, you know if, if everybody has options for VR, then it becomes a race to the bottom in terms of price. You know, one of the things yeah. that, one, of the, one of the things Darcy is commenting on is that it all comes down to price. It's like, yeah, sure, the, te- yeah, the, absolutely. It, the technology can be great, but if it comes out and it's $5,000, you know, it doesn't matter how great it is. You know the Well, I mean, look are- at
2: us. The, the three of us are perfectly content with the idea of having Gear VR units at $99 versus a $600 unit that relies on the PC. And while the I think the gaming applications are going to be vastly better on the PC, it's not like $600, you know, that's a luxury item for a lot of people. Right. So, I myself included with a family right now. So for me, like I'm perfectly okay with the Gear VR as an alternative to, to that, you know. So I mean, I think Darcy's right about that, you know. And like price, price is a factor. You know, it's going to make a big difference for a lot of people.
0: Uh, Brian, I summarized his response in saying, I have tried it, but I don't see what it's going to do in the long run. So he seems to think that it's uh, just a, a fad, basically, is what I'm guessing. Time's going to
2: yeah. tell on that, Brian. I'd be willing to bet that, that five years from now you'll be saying something different. Well, hold on, I killed I don't myself. Know.
1: <laughs> Who? I'm, I'm kind of with Brian on that skepticism. think so? Yeah, because like everybody thought the Kinect was going to be around forever. No, I around, don't think anybody thought the Connect was – I think did. people had high hopes for the Connect. No, it, but... was gonna be, it was going to be the next breaking thing, and that's what they're saying VR.
2: But it was – so, but, I mean, but who – Time is going to tell. To, to kind of play devil's advocate to the concept and to kind of back Charlie on it, who besides Microsoft made anything remotely even close to what the Kinect actually is? And I the PlayStation Eye, I, I don't really count – in that way but everybody is getting on board so you count them. we're getting to the point where it's on two hands now how many tech companies are getting on board and not just that look at look at how many tech companies that are not google with the cardboard are making these like 20 to 30 dollar like um headsets that are better than cardboard but are of a similar quality oh my god
1: (laughs) and Charlie's showing off his pussy well,
2: ladies oh, man, and gentlemen, there, on.
1: there it is. I'm pull Monty.
5: <laughs>
2: Cat's name isn't Monty. Oh yeah. <clears throat> um, but yeah, you know, uh, I mean, there's so many tech companies getting involved in this, and I mean, you got to think about this. On the behind-the-scenes level, there are things going on there that we haven't seen. We don't even know that are going on back there yet. So, if everybody's fucking throwing their chips into the ring on this, there's a pretty safe bet that some form of it is going to last some form of it, whatever application it ends up being for in the end. It may not even be gaming, but it will stick around.
0: Um, uh, and, uh, Brian, I, I, have a, I have an immediate response to this comment and John I think your response would probably be the same Brian said besides John I'd rather be a spectator at Evo instead of strapping something under my head to watch it. Well, obviously, Brian. sure
2: No, absolutely. <laughs> but think about like me as a father with a family. I, can, I would love to go to Evo man I would I would pay good hard money to go to Evo I can't constantly justify it think about how many people would love to go that can't or if something happens that prevents you from being able to go This is a great alternative you know, everybody would rather go firsthand. Fuck yeah, dude! Where do I sign up? You know, yeah. uh, it's on my bucket list. It's on my gaming bucket list of life to go to Evo uh, and compete, even if I'm going to get the floor mopped with me. You know, um, but right now I can't justify that. You know, with a with a with a little kid at home. So, um, I would love to do that. I would love to do it just It's because I think it would be fucking rad. But um, yeah, you know, I hear you on that, man, for sure.
0: Yep, uh, I agree completely.
2: Gentlemen, I'm going to go ahead and move on to number one for the week.
0: Sounds good. You do that.
2: All right. Coming in at number one this week, Mr. Charlie found this one for us this week. Amazon releases its own game engine for free. Yay. Amazon's releasing their very own game engine, Lumberyard, as they call it. It's based on... They can be used to develop games for both PC and consoles. It's also free to download and comes with a, quote, no seat fees, subscription fees, or requirements to share revenue. Uh, Fees come in only at Lumberyard's official page notes if the game takes advantage of the engine's interrogation with Amazon Web Services for multiplayer. Besides AWS, the engine has specific features which target Twitch. Which is probably pretty fucking smart for them. So what they said about that was, is that uh, with Amazon Lumberyard's Twitch Chat Play, you can use a drag-and-drop visual scripting interface to create gameplay features in as little as minutes that let Twitch viewers use chat to directly impact the game they are watching in real time. We kind of talked about this not too long ago with like the uh, #idarb hashtagging stuff and how it could be used. So I feel like this is kind of a similar discussion. Um, and the Twitch Join In feature within Amazon Lumberyard helps you build game that let Twitch broadcasters to instantly invite their live audiences to join them side-by-side side in the game with a single click while others continue to watch. Um, while the engine is based on Crytek's CryEngine, which Amazon licensed last year, mm-hmm. Lumberyard will, as General Manager Eric Schenk put it, quote, go in own direction. Yeah. That at launch, the engine already has co- uh, components that are not based on CryEngine, including low latency networking code and an entirely new asset pipeline and processor. Um, it's particularly noteworthy that the engine is completely free. If you look at its competitors like Unity, Unreal Engine 4, or even CryEngine itself, for example, all of them come with either a license fee or a royalty fee. Lumberyard, which is currently in beta, can be downloaded at a link that is listed uh, in this article, which we will have in our show notes uh, when when the uh, audio version of this goes live this week, presumably. Correct, Charlie?
0: Yes, absolutely. Good, good. Um, how do you guys feel about this? Well, first of all, can we talk about the name? I just – I feel like – I, mean, uh, I, I feel like I'd be remiss in, in mentioning the fact that you know we're talking about a company that's Amazon, Yeah and they came up with this product called Lumberyard. L- think about that for a second, because I don't think they did. <laughs> Am I the only one who sees the irony in the name? Like, um, no, not at all. Yeah, because we're people are all about uh, oh Jesus, um, Darth <laughs> Darth Flynn, ladies and people gentlemen. People are all Jesus. Got it. <laughs> um, do I have something on my face um, you're, you're oh, like, check uh, this
2: shit out dude you can see the fucking reflection of the show in my eyeball
1: <laughs> right um, there you, your audio seems to have uh, dropped down to a sith level
3: <laughs> <laughs> ok I
2: just I'm think, done uh, now
0: okay, no, believe
2: not. it or not I have not exhausted all of the masks I can wear during a live I, stream
0: I Here, check entirely. it
2: out now I'm a nazi
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <sighs> Anyways, um, I, just, I just find it tonight. to be incredibly ironic that a company that's that's named after something that people are all concerned about protecting, the Amazon, is calling their product Lumberyard. I just find it, I find it to be a misstep.
2: Ooh, I didn't even think about that on a, uh, on, a on a societal level.
1: <laughs> oh, Darcy's no. got a great name for it, Sausage Fest.
0: But uh, what? <laughs> why? Why would it be called that?
1: Uh, what? Wh- a bunch of dudes That's playing
0: successful.
1: video I can't, I can't glasses. they <laughs> hostages. Uh, saving the pigs? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> what? Um, anyway, it's better than a lumber yard. It's like a place where you go get I, wood.
2: I, I understand I what they were wood. trying to do with the name, but I don't I think it like you said, it was I don't think they thought that through all the way yeah. before they made the decision to go that route. Yeah, I, I do. Probably wasn't s- the smartest.
0: I do have to say it was my Twitter friend uh, Nash that, that that came up with that 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 pointed that little factoid out that I picked up on. So that is not my that is not my epiphany, but um, it is yeah. one that I felt sharing. Yeah, but it was uh,
1: either that or uh, poop So I mean,
2: <laughs> I don't. I'm going to go ahead and go out on a limb here and say that was probably not an option.
0: <laughs> oh, so oh, I get it. So uh, Darcy is explaining the the line of thinking. So for, lumberyard took her to wood, which then took her to sausage fest. That's how she got there. Oh, Darcy gets the dick joke of the show. Yeah. That's true. Good, good job. You get the Gamerhead Radio Dick Train Award, Dar- twenty sixteen. You, you have Dick Train episode one hundred fifty four. Congratulations.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hmm, good. I'm glad somebody did it because we haven't gotten there yet. Yes. Um, I'm I'm excited for this. And it's that any 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 more free. I mean, look how many games, look how many games pop up with Unity at the start of it now. I mean, there's a shitload of PC games that do it. I would say that a quarter of the fucking mobile games that I play on my phone now start with Unity. Um, there's just there's a lot happening there, man. And so and look what look what a change that's made in what maybe two years of, of market penetration uh, penetration.
1: Uh, and then, <laughs> but but the like, I I pretend I only did play they, an
2: adult on TV. I'm not. You did,
1: know. They, did they slide that penetration in gently or were they forceful? Oh,
2: not gonna God. do it. You're not gonna. I'm not gonna step into that. I'm not gonna fucking do it. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day! I'm thinking about it,
3: though, dude. (laughs) (laughs) There
1: you Uh, go. And this is how VD starts. Oh.
2: He means, hopefully, means Valentine's Day.
1: No, that's not what he means. That's not what he means, John. Wait, this um, is the day where you get VD. Oh God.
2: (laughs) You know what, yo? Move move us along. Now I (laughs) want.
1: <laughs> That's yeah, not I don't true. Know eh? I <laughs> want. Follow love the coffee. I need. I need. Some oh, more. Charlie's Charlie's going to the beer. <laughs> I. It there starts reason with beer, Charlie. I... It ends with VD. There, uh,
0: there was a reason I I, I. I knew what I was doing when I chose a Russian imperial stout for this episode. Yeah, oh, you well, did. William
1: Control. That's a reference. Way go. gotta get, you got to get got to get something with a little strength. Yeah, I'm gonna. Um, i gonna hit the uh, the poop juice
2: what the moving on man <laughs> look this was almost a civilized show then you went from poop to VD to poop <laughs> juice ruined you've you've ruined it Brian it's ruined <laughs> um
0: okay so, but, so yeah. yeah getting back on track <laughs> a bit um um, basically, my, my my commentary on this is is is, uh, is exactly the same as what I had on the headsets. The more competition that there is, especially when you're talking about something that people are giving away for free, um, yeah. the better. I mean, yeah. um, this this is I think good for everybody. You know, it's except for maybe the yeah. other except for maybe the other game engine developers, because now they're going to have to you know just have one more people, one more company to compete against. But uh, yeah, hey, you know, no. them the bricks. Um, well, so, and Amazon is not a
2: nothing, man. And I have a feeling that this is the way that Google has a tendency. To- to put shit out for free to figure out how to monetize it later. I have a feeling this is Amazon's way of testing the waters for that gaming division that they started absorbing a bunch of developers for. I have a feeling that this is whatever engine is going to power a lot of their first party games and we're just starting to see the, like, how are people going to work with this? Like, uh, almost having, you know, indie developers beta test this thing or maybe even alpha test it for them um, to kind of get feedback on the engine. That's what I feel like this is.
0: Yeah, that makes sense.
2: Yeah. I still think we're going to see the, some sort of entry from Amazon into the console world, you know, in maybe inside the next decade or so. And I think this is maybe the 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 first sort of rumblings of that growth. So,
0: I've slid so the uh, I've slid the just just FYI I've, I've slid the chat into the stream here so that, you know, other others can enjoy in the uh, the, the 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 joy of our Twitch chat.
1: Well, oh, you got yeah. really loud yeah. there, Charlie.
0: I did. Oh, that's yeah. great.
1: So, they have to say that. That's uh... the same to me that amazon is erecting their gaming empire
3: Uh.
1: god damn it goat god damn it
2: can't get through one show can we um, this, 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 Oops. ladies
0: and gentlemen, this, this, it's uh, all the stuff that hits a cutting orb floor. And I, I've put your banner <laughs> up. I put your banner <laughs> up so people can see. This is Sir Goatsworth. You can follow him on Twitter. And uh, this <laughs> is exactly. I mean, this is he, he's. I mean, you know, he he does he plays himself on this show. Is is what I can, is uh, the best way I can think of to say it.
2: <laughs> well, and that's the thing is is that see now when we do the show live, he has you at his mercy.
3: So you can
2: uh, moving on though, um, that that wraps it up for news stories this week. Um, some some different selections, but uh, I feel like uh, mostly good news for gaming this week.
0: Yeah. I would agree. <laughs> so um. Yeah. So, moving on to the feature, um, so we 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 didn't talk about this ahead of time. So, um guys, let me know what you think about this. You know, we, uh, we 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 came off last week and we had asked you know, we had asked people um, you know what you thought and what your ideas were for uh, for gamerhead moving forward, and for us to uh, you know come up with ideas for the show and different things about what you liked you didn't like. Um, so just kind of coming off of that since we're already live and since we already have some people that are here watching Wait, the show live. with us yes we yes go we are live this is uh oh, yeah. shit. this is this is happening um, <laughs> yeah what do you guys think about inviting some of our friends who are in the Twitch chat right now into the Hangout to kind of have, like, a roundtable discussion with some of our fans about what they like and don't like about the show? What do you think? Let's fucking do it. Anybody
1: okay. who wants to come in and yeah. do it, let's do that shit. Yeah, let's let's, let's, uh, let's do something new and innovative since we're already doing something new and innovative.
0: Here you go. And we have a Darcy coming in. Da-da-da-da! Welcome and to Darcy, the party. How are you doing?
5: I'm Hello. very good. Actually, watching my boyfriend play Firewatch right now. Oh, nice. How is it?
1: That seems unsafe. Fantastic. Shouldn't you be leaving if there's a fire watch?
0: <laughs> That's not what that means, Goat. Oh, welcome to our show, Darcy.
5: Oh, well, it's a pleasure to be here.
0: <laughs> Darcy, real quick, while we see if we get a couple other people in here. What else have you been playing recently? What uh, what has been uh, interesting you?
5: Um, uh, my boyfriend's been playing. Great. He's a big player. I'm more of a uh, a watcher kind of person. Well, i um, is,
1: is gravity
5: rush i'm sorry gravity rush
1: she's a gaming voyeur mm-hmm.
2: i
5: am a very big boyer um he sounds dirty He just bought me the newest digimon game for the ps4 and i'm really excited to to play that mm-hmm. i'm a 90s anime and gaming nerd right on right on um, but we also bought uh, Guitar Hero Live, which we kind of played once and then set it down. So that because he got Gravity Rush. Playing. Oh, you're still playing it? Okay, so he's playing Guitar Hero Live. Um, the game. controller's really wonky, and it's really new and different, but I like it.
2: Yeah, yeah. We spent a little bit of time. We did we did a, a thing on it a few months back um, when it launched in I think November. And um, yeah. I have very limited hands-on time with it, but I enjoyed what I played.
5: It's, like it's, it's a lot. It I think it's a great control system for people with smaller hands because the the whole uh, five button, appra- or six button, is, is five. There five button, appra- I could barely reach that bottom, the very bottom pinky one. So actually having six buttons all in w- and, and three rows is really helpful for me.
1: It's more realistic too. I find myself being <laughs> yeah. the, the drop downs of the cords a lot better.
5: Yep. So that's what I've been. We've been playing pretty much.
2: And so, for those of you who who may not uh, who may not uh, keep up with our our social media doings and whatnot, like there's a handful of people that will sometimes comment on the things that we're doing with the show or. Um, engage us during mailbag responses and Darcy has, has um, for those of you listening home you might have heard, heard Darcy's name mentioned a couple times in mailbag because she's responded to some things kindly um, and Darcy is also a uh, one of our, our gargantuan like huge VS for Villains fans and she's been kindly enough to literally like a crazy person drive across the country to come see us fucking play shows uh, which I went
5: down for you guys
2: she did she drove and where was your point of origin wasn't it in the east coast wasn't it or
5: was um, it from uh, I came from Cincinnati, Ohio. You yeah, right now I'm in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and I drove about nine hours. Actually, to, you know uh,
2: what's funny about that? Today, because uh, it was Valentine's Day weekend last year that we were there. It was, like, yep. exactly a year ago that you drove from exactly. Cincinnati to come see us play in Florida.
5: It's already been one year. Actually, I flew down, and then I drove back up with uh, the uh, the kind family that let me stay with them. So
2: Yeah, that's awesome, you know. Um, so she's one of our delightful, crazy people, we love her.
5: Yay.
0: Yay. And um, so. Uh, oh, there's, there's
5: the crazy boy. What's boy up? Hello.
2: Good to see you again, man. I <laughs> Um, we need we need his thoughts
6: on Firewatch. Um, it's gorgeous. <laughs> mm-hmm. Vistas are amazing. It's it's more story driven, and less like complicated button combinations.
2: It's a lot of story. Uh, the story kind of reflects in some of the decisions you make, and your interaction with your boss, basically. Um,
5: but it's a very story driven game. And to remind you artwork.
2: guys. This was the one that was kind of a mystery at E3 last year where people were kind of – it piqued people's interest because you're like a – you know, uh, you're talking to somebody from a radio and they're up in the fire watchtower tower talking to you and, uh, you know, people were intrigued by it because it seemed like, oh, what kind of game is this going to be? And I remember this game. Um, and it's still – I don't know if they changed the graphical style from then, but wasn't it kind of like a – it's got an almost like a watercolory sort of art style to it. It's slightly cartoony but not uh, – not overly cartoony you know what i mean if that makes sense yeah mm.
5: the dialogue uh, just from a again a video game voyeur standpoint uh the dialogue is absolutely beautiful they got amazing voice actors um it's very very believable and right. um it's very it's one, a really of the nice thing is one of the nice things is they didn't shy away from the swears like they want to make it like more
6: Appreciated by all the audiences instead of making it more realistic.
2: Well, good. We understand that. We fucking love the swears. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I've got uh, I've got some video. I've got uh, the the trailer up on the screen right now. And yeah, this looks really good. Do you do you not remember this, Charlie, from E three? Currently, no, I do
2: not. Uh, it was people. It was uh, one of those things that uh, nobody. It wasn't anticipated because uh, it wasn't expected. So people just uh, weren't weren't looking for it. And when it yeah. popped, everyone was like, Ooh, ooh, well, hold on now. This looks kind of good. I was gonna so, say.
5: All of the Let's players just all of a sudden, all at once, started playing it, and yeah. it just uh, it blew up. And so my my boyfriend Mark, he decided to go ahead and pay the 20 bucks to try it out himself. And uh, it's really mysterious. It's it's a very big mystery game. I thought it See, was I just dig like that.
3: You
5: know, it. It's one of those games where I'm like, I took it for for namesake, and I was like, so literally the point of the game is just to watch your fires, right? <laughs> and, like, and I didn't know it's just go to this game, and awesome. this stuff happens, and it's really interesting. Right on, good times.
2: I'll, eventually, I'm sure on a long enough timeline i will pick it up. I've got a couple of people trying to talk me into buying Ark on the Xbox One. I have mm-hmm. it on the PC, but my PC is not working right now. Otherwise, I would be playing it. But uh, I've heard I've heard good things about Ark should, as well.
1: Totally multiplayer that Ark on the <laughs> Xbox One.
2: Oh my God! Don't tempt me, man. We should. We really should.
5: Goodbye, free it, time. Yeah, that's right. I don't I have any well. of that, anyways.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's that's sort of my problem. It's like free time. What what is what is this free to, this mystical free time you people speak yeah. of? Yeah. Um. But so okay. So 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 Darcy, uh, what? Um. Uh, but you've joined, so you've volunteered to be in the hot seat. So this should not come as <laughs> a surprise. Um. So what is it that you like about the show? What what is this, What What are some suggestions? That um, that 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 you that that you have that you think might make make the show interesting.
5: Actually, I took the survey. I went ahead and took the survey that you posted up on Facebook. Thank you, uh, you by the way. Thank you, thank you. No problem. Um, you know, I hope the. Ref- I'm I'm more interested to see what other people say because I've only been listening for a few months, so um, I'm still kind of getting used to the layout and everything. But I actually I think uh, it'd be cool if you guys did more live shows. Okay. Like mm-hmm. at cons and stuff, and uh, had a little bit more uh, guests and stuff. So yeah, um, yeah we we love
2: doing the live life. shows. That's been that's been a fairly just inside of the year that I've been on the show, we've been doing the the, the live shows. Um, <clears throat> um, I, I think we pretty much all agree that we enjoy doing live shows. We want to do more of them. It's a question of time versus opportunity.
5: I was gonna say it's kind of hard to get in with the conventions, but since you have a little bit of input with Ryan, so yeah, 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 yeah. Ryan being Ryan who uh, organizes <laughs> anime.
2: Yeah, it's uh, the proprietor of the AnimeCon.org events. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been a very nice guy for to people to
0: who don't know. Have, Do you have any ideas for things that 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 maybe we haven't done before, or like places we could do live shows that you'd be interested in that we haven't uh, that we haven't tried yet?
5: I mean. uh... So far, since I've been like I started watching. I mean, you've already kind of branched out doing more like live things, like Periscope, and then you know doing the live shows and everything. Um, in terms, in terms of doing like uh, something new, I actually I'd kind of like to see like instead of just live shows, maybe some like meetups at like Gamerhead Game Night. Yeah, Gamerhead Game Night. I mean, they they already do it on Twitch, but um, yeah, or a Game game. Um, they do game games, but oh. in terms of board games, I don't know if, if they'd be interested in doing, like, board games where they do, like, whether it be tabletop RPGs or, like... Oh,
2: we, they, we will. Like, we cover video games on the show because that's primarily the format, but we've I mean, we started covering uh, tabletop games live. We fucking love tabletop games. I think we've <laughs> talked about that, and it's more just, again, time.
5: Star Wars, time. Wars miniatures. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, I went down that rabbit yeah,
3: hole.
2: Go, go, yeah, go's <laughs> been sucked in. Poor bastard.
5: <laughs> I refuse to subscribe to that subscription of awesome because I'm already consumed with D&D right now.
2: Yeah, it's rough, man. You got to pick your battles in the world I mean, of tabletop gaming or it'll I- consume you.
5: As soon as I got done with our latest uh, episode in our D&D campaign, I, I was like, oh shit, I'm, I'm late for GamerHead. And I had to hop on Twitch, my Twitch app and hop in and say, hi.
2: And so okay. you've done, and now you're part of the show. We
5: are a alive than the annals of the...
2: What a beast! <laughs> Fucking love Robot Chicken. Makes me happy. So, um, Charlie and I talked about playing Halo online together. Um, is there anything... Is, is there any sort of an interest from you as a listener of the show? Would you guys ever be interested in doing like a game with GamerHead type evening where we get together and play games with the listeners of the show?
5: oh yeah that would be fantastic i would prefer not to have to buy a new system yeah no we
2: don't have an <laughs> xbox one we're not well, very it long a charlie's got a playstation 4 and i will eventually get a playstation 4 it's just you know in the now it's not gonna happen
5: we have, he he is a ps4 gamer and i am part of a pc master race so ah
2: uh, yes the pc master race i am also a member of that a card carrying member of that club yeah, no, that's, um, a,
5: that's the downside
2: but I, unfortunately, I having that. having a card and being a member of a club with a broken PC doesn't fucking mean anything. So,
5: <laughs> how did he know my laptop was broken? No, no, I, I said my PC know. is broken. Oh, oh, I thought you were talking about mine. I was no, like, no, mine's what I mean?
1: broken. Little do you know, he's the one who broke it. That's true.
5: Oh man! I
2: sat on it with my big Puerto Rican butt. Sorry. <laughs> That's awkward.
5: Either that, or you <laughs> pissed on it from uh from the balcony.
2: Look, that was entirely. Like, I don't even want to. Well played.
3: Hmm. Bad times.
5: No, but, uh. I used to play World of Warcraft, and I swore it off after I, uh. After I lost 40 pounds in one summer.
2: That's madness.
5: Wait, yeah. I'm so, I'm I gained sorry. 40
0: pounds last summer. You, 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 Warcraft helped you lose 40 pounds?
5: Yes, I I, I literally did not, I forgot to eat, whereas uh, the forget is I was too busy leveling, doing raids, and uh, I just forget to eat meals, and that I, I'd eat one meal at the beginning of the day when I woke up because I was hungry, play for the rest of the day, and my mom would literally have to come, call up to me and say, Darcy, you've been up there all day, dinner time, and I'm like, oh, it's dinner time already?
2: Yeah, I've known I've known a lot of people who used to do that, and just MMOs in general. Not even just World of Warcraft. Um, I used to be a big MMO junkie. Um, I mean, like God, I I think the only MMO I haven't played, like taking it back to the original stuff, is like Ultima Online. Played NeverQuest and played everything forward from there. So it's been kind of crazy. Yeah, I, I'm the youngest be.
5: person on the show because I started with RuneScape.
2: I remember when RuneScape became popular, like, I, mean, I thought it was, I was so fascinated by the idea of a browser-based MMO, and then I went in and I played and I was like, these voxels look like they were created by a two-year-old, I'm not playing this.
5: I I'm Going I back played to it Warcraft. And I played it for a week, and after one guy called me, his girlfriend, I was like, yeah, no, I'm, go- I'm good, I'm done. <laughs> That's Just unfortunate. Out of the blue. He's like, will you be my girlfriend? Just completely, no, no, <laughs> no
2: premise. No, internet gaming strikes again.
5: there it was just will you be my girlfriend? I was like, "Um deleting this character now." Um So we've, we've figured
1: out how to uh to counteract poop socking. You just don't eat, then you don't have to poop. Uh, <laughs> keep bringing it back, goat. Good god, man.
5: No. You're making okay. you're making me
1: want to drink more.
5: Please, die.
0: Well, so, so, Oops, da, okay, yeah. so, uh, Darcy, um, it, it's looking <laughs> like maybe only one guest can join at a time using that link. So, um, I want to thank right. you very much for your feedback, and, uh, we're gonna, we're gonna let you go so that uh, we can have somebody else come in and give their feedback as well.
4: All right, no
5: problem. All right, thanks so thanks much. Thanks for hanging with us, Darcy. All right, no thanks. You. Bye bye. Bye. All right. What's
1: the next victim? I mean, uh, yeah, victim. Victim. Victim hey there's the man the myth the balding man how's it going
0: <laughs> hey brian good
1: man all right good
0: so so <sighs> so brian um how do we suck <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the show brian how you doing buddy Get hey, god damn it go <laughs> <laughs> oh i'm doing good doing good so, so, Brian, what uh, what ideas or suggestions do you have for the show? Okay. So I put this down on the survey. Oh, thank you. Thank but, you.
6: But, doesn't hurt to you know throw it at you guys already. Um, considering you guys are are or were musicians, why mm-hmm. not do your own intros and outros for the podcast? <laughs> we have
0: well, talked you about should that. Say. We have we have talked about that more times than yeah. I think we can count. We we had um, uh, the entire year. We we had a self-imposed deadline of April last year. (laughs) Last year,
2: to write our own music for all of the segments and transitions. And it's the only reason that we used – I don't remember whose idea it was to take the uh, 8-bit versions of the the transitions and intro and stuff from – you know, before I was on the show, I don't remember who it was. One of us said, "Why don't we just take those and use those for now just to change up what was originally there?" Um, and then we'll write our own." And April was supposed to be the deadline. That did not happen because life, and um, we've we've since talked about it and uh, had a meeting recently and talked about it. And it's realistic
1: to do that before the end of this calendar year. No. Not with two <laughs> albums in the works and Charlie doing Bronycon twenty thousand. That's that's literally what that's happened. True. Is that's we were true. like we're gonna do this new music and then John put out a new album. I'm recording a new album and Charlie became Go. Pony Lord, <laughs> and all free time went out the window. Vice Pony Lord,
0: Man, right, yes. Lord of the Horses.
2: Yes. Oh my God. So we were joking. He actually meant it though. <laughs> God oh, damn. Well. Hey,
1: it's There's that truth. mumble you broke, John. Yeah, John, I hear we need to talk about
2: this. (laughs) No, no. Magnets. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking
1: magnets, how do they work? I mean, I'd love to do it, but unfortunately, like, my album's a little bit more important to me and more uh, uh, financially uh, lucrative, so I'd like to get that out first (laughs) before I put out more music for something else.
2: No, but it, I think it will happen. Um, and and you know what? Who knows? Who knows whether or not uh, our schedules will allow us the time inside of this year. I would like to get it done before the end of the year, but you have three people schedules who all need to line up. Like Oat said, two of us are recording albums, and Charlie is is king of the pony people. So um,
6: they align yeah. every Sunday night. <laughs> yeah
2: it's true but you know what I mean you would be surprised like this show is this particular episode is running long because we're doing it live and it's all off the cuff and right. this feature is completely impromptu but um, normally I mean we, we still spend like about three hours of recording you've been there you know how it is man you always oh, yeah. come when I'm not there but but you know how it is it takes a minute to kind of get through the show and make sure everything runs properly so yeah. by the time we get done it's 10 30, 11 o'clock sometimes you know so it doesn't leave us a lot of time to work on anything else
1: Okay. And, and and my day job has me up at four in the morning, so I usually get mm-hmm. out of there to, like a phantom.
6: <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh yeah. Fair enough. I know
6: the feeling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Any other any other thoughts or uh, or feelings about the show?
6: I got nothing after that. You guys are doing fine. I mean, the live thing is fantastic.
1: Yeah. How how, do how you was your how review do you... Of the last one?
6: Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I think I, yeah it was great. I mean, I was I was really surprised for that uh, sabat really shocked about that one. Dude, I mean, he was a really nice kind of guy, anyway. man. He was
2: a really cool, super nice dude. Oh, Darcy's back. Hello, Darcy. Yay, we're oh, adding me. to the fold. That right. was a tremendous amount of fun, man. Chris Sabat was like, when you work with guest people, it's literally going to go one of two ways. It's either going to be super awesome or usually just like they're garbage human beings right. that are terrible to you and doesn't go well. Or there's just no chemistry, but Chris was everything we could have ever wanted out of a, a guest host, man. He was
0: awesome. Perfect,
2: yeah, 19 year old John could not possibly have fathomed how cool Vegeta would be <laughs> Goat are you oh going to pass out <laughs> chugging that chocolate milk
1: no, no, no,
5: no. I watched that and it was so much fun just watching uh, the interactions and I wish I could have been there
2: you know uh, I, we've talked about it a lot that's something I think we all kind of want to do is we just want to fucking hang out with you know awesomely awesome people you know with these cons
0: so Brian, do you have any suggestions for the show for things that we haven't tried before, or things that we could do that uh, that that would that might be new for us? You
6: know, I'd say probably give it another go with uh, the tabletop thing. I know, yeah. like especially with um, the board. Not wins board, what I'm thinking. I'm thinking on uh, Bioshock. Uh, the Bioshock board game you did. It was a good was great idea. Work. Well, <laughs> we just didn't, we didn't set it up beforehand. We literally did well, it, like, say, just like yeah, we're doing the show, completely off the cuff. What well, I was going to say is maybe prep it, you know, learn how to play the game first beforehand, and then when it's you like
1: guys decide the live stream, You're Like normal humans. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. yeah <laughs> we, we, we definitely made a note of that after the Let's just throw the day balls. You would that
6: have. Or, um, that or what I would probably suggest is rather than have something like that, which would take – hours like a dnd or an arkham horror or something like that go for something that maybe has like a 45 minute to an hour gameplay thing
3: sure. um
6: there's there's a bunch of things i could probably suggest if you want something after the show or something
1: okay. i uh i actually suggested that john yesterday we were talking we should do uh, kitty wampus kitty wampus. <laughs>
0: kitty wampus is this actually
2: this is a real thing <laughs> go got to play this last night with annalise and then be mm-hmm. a stage manager jr we, well, I didn't play it. I came in as they were finishing it and shook my <laughs> head at
1: all of them. Um, but it was um, intense. Was that cutthroat. how you would describe it? It was cutthroat, just, with just, intense gameplay. Just, <laughs> just
2: Google Kitty K-I-T-T-Y, W-M-P-U-S, Kitty Wumpus.
6: Okay. It
2: is the right. creepiest fucking looking board game I've ever seen.
6: Actually, yeah. there's one. Um, there's one tabletop game I could suggest. Uh, something I know. Definitely, you, John, and your brother would really appreciate. Mm-hmm. Um, easy setup too. Uh, Sentinels of the Multiverse.
3: Oh, oh Sentinels
2: of the Multiverse is the best. Uh, I've never played it, but now it, I'm interested because everyone got excited. Long story
6: short, it is uh, the whole theme is like typical g- comic book characters, like comic book superheroes. Um, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like it's mostly a card game, but it's not like a collectible card game. Like you have, you get all the characters decks right then and there from the start. So basically, yeah, you have kind of someone. You have someone that's kind of like a Batman. You have someone that's kind of like a Captain America meets Superman. Um, you know, characters like the Flash. You have a lot of those kind of things. Um, as close as you can get without uh, violating yeah. IP. Got it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's really fucking cool. You know, you got each of them have their own decks. You have multiple environments you can fight into, and they have their own effects too. Right on.
5: Even better than Sentinels of the Multiverse, honestly, I think, is the uh, tabletop game uh, Legendary. Yeah,
6: I heard about Legendary. It was on, uh,
5: it was actually on tabletop, uh, with Will Wheaton. Wheaton. Oh, right on. Okay. And, uh... It's literally a deck building game with yes. your favorite Marvel superheroes. Yeah. Oh, I've played it. Marvel Legends. Yeah. Yeah. Legends yeah. is, uh,
6: yeah. From my understanding, uh, Legends is more, um, cooperative and then the DC version is a little bit more
3: competitive.
2: Yeah, it is. I like, I've played both of them. Um, I'm, DC is a deck builder and I guess Marvel Legends could be considered a deck builder, but it's, yeah. uh, like like Brian said, you work together, you pick a villain and you work together to try and kick that villain's ass. And the, yeah. the couple people that I played it with, uh, one time co-host Ryan on, and a good friend of ours named uh, Matt, um, we it together, um the hardest villain, or at least was at the time we tried to do it. Oh, and we have tried to beat him three times we've tried to finish him, and three times he was just like, nah, man, nah.
6: Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'd, say, <laughs> I'd say if you enjoyed legendaries, you would enjoy Sentinels.
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, um, then if, if you're comparing those two things or putting them in the same, like, stratosphere, yeah. I'm all about it. Yeah, say, yeah, for For sure.
6: Where, Legend- where Legends is more, um, is more deck building, again, Sentinels, you have the whole deck for your character right then and there.
1: Right on. I dig that. That's cool. I'd just like to say that the audio breakdown here makes it sound like deck sounds like dick, just so you know. <laughs> Yikes. Mm. Sounds
6: so, like a gamerhead
1: episode. That's what it sounds like. You guys like. have fun with your dick building. <laughs> Off
5: the rails. Yep.
1: Off
6: the
5: rails. Dick building, is it? <laughs> dick mm. building. Mm. Hey, you know uh, where you should go d- dick building in the lumber yard? Oh.
1: Nice uh, Nice callback. <laughs>
6: It's <laughs> one of those trees make paper. <laughs> Anyways.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh boy.
2: You guys, you guys have given us some uh, some constructive feedback on what we should do with the show, and uh, got... thank you both for filling out. Um, not not you, Goat. <laughs> Nobody asked you, Goat. Um, what you think that uh, that we should do with the show? You guys both filled out the uh, the, the the census. Um, any other any other parting thoughts or ideas on what it is that you feel like we should uh, we should add to the show or things that you would like to see on the show? Another animal.
6: I feel a little lonely. I got nothing.
3: <laughs> After that one, <laughs> I got nothing. How do you? I mean, yeah. How Twice. do you
6: follow that? Seriously, this is.
3: Uh, I'll tell you without... how
6: you felt. Oh wait,
2: wait, 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 wait. Oh wait. wait, wait, wait oh, hey. Hey. Hey, your your mic wait. is muted though. You're muted. Oh, your, your muted. Mic's yeah. muted.
6: Unmuted. The mic. Well, I mean, is... we could follow up with that's our goat. There we go. I
2: hey, can... what's going on, man? How you doing?
6: Okay.
2: Oh, this uh, this fine gentleman joining us on the show is uh, is Adrian.
1: Ah, oh, pony. And a pony. <laughs> pony. And you just now became Charlie's best friend. Yeah, I know. You just made Charlie super happy.
0: And the pony has socks. Perfect. And I know,
1: like he's, he's, he's oh,
2: a little And look, a, and look, look, even at, more look pony. Darcy's
0: got some. That's and and the. Uh, at least for villain's Hy- Hy- Beanie. So, um so so Adrian, do you uh do you have any suggestions for the show? Anything that you think we should try or do, things you like, things you don't like?
4: Um, there's a a new game out for Puppet Master.
0: Oh, is
3: there uh, tell it's me just about that? A demo.
4: There's just a demo though. I can play it, you can play as puppet and you can go uh pup against puppets against human or human against puppets. And it's from October Games.
1: Hmm. I'm in. Okay. That's I dig it. I'm all about it. I could
2: rock
4: a it's mean a puppet. computer.
5: <laughs> huh. Oh, it's for the PC Master
2: Ace. Oh. Truly, truly. Yeah. yeah, you gotta point that out to my brother. My brother will have a fit over that.
4: <laughs> yeah. It's really detailed.
0: Do you think that's a good game that we could play together if we, if we managed to you know get gaming computers anyways?
4: Yeah, I'd have to actually go into it and see if they got the demo done.
0: Um, well, do do you Adrian?
2: You've been following the show for a good while now. Do you have any particular feedback or suggestions for the show? Since that was our our mailbag question to everybody this week, um, any 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 things that you like about the show? Anything you'd like for us to change about the show, or anything you'd like to add, or take away? I
4: like uh, I like the gaming, and I like the news on the games and such. You I kinda of miss a lot of the shows, but I like the Let's Plays and such. A so when lot. we're
2: talking about what we play?
4: Sure well, there was a board game you were playing and I found interesting because I didn't know there, there was a uh, Bioshock game. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know.
2: Yeah, I'm sure the people who created that game would be absolutely horrified <laughs> if they were to find our video online and see how we represented their yeah. game, though. I know
3: what you're talking about, John. We oh, were yes, experts at that very... particular board game. <laughs> They're going to be like, if these
2: assholes call us and ask us to review games, don't send them anything because they're stupid.
4: Have you ever thought about playing Five Nights at Freddy's?
2: Oh, boy. You know, it's funny because we probably should sit down together and play some horror games. (laughs) (laughs)
6: <laughs> oh, good luck with that one.
0: I, I, I haven't I played it. that game myself, um, Adrian, um, just because, um, uh, I don't know, it's, the, the gameplay style doesn't interest me good, particularly, but, good. um.
4: We'll go in the closet where the pictures are.
0: I just, I uh, just gotta cut
6: it short for myself. Like, I get going, uh, obviously work in the morning, so. Okay. thanks very Um, yeah.
2: good to see you guys again.
6: Always. So. Thank you for the suggestions, Brian. I always yeah, appreciate absolutely.
2: it,
0: man. Catch you later. Thanks, Brian. Appreciate later. it.
5: By the um, way, fire. Firewatch if if you actually do get the game and stuff beware it does get intense. Good. Good. I I like
2: notice I'm
4: watching the Let's Play for too.
2: And now that everybody's kind of given a little bit of feedback on what it is they think um you know let's let's go ahead and uh uh bid adieu to uh, our the stream here. Um Darcy and Adrian, thank you so much for taking some time to uh sit down with us and kinda give us a little bit of your feedback. Um you know feel Let's free to continue into the rest of the stream. Yeah, absolutely. Um thanks so much for hanging out yeah. with us thanks. and uh we will catch up with you all in a little bit.
5: All right, see ya. Bye. All right, thanks bye. Darcy.
0: Thanks, Adrian. Bye thanks, later. thanks Rudolph. <laughs>
2: Uh, So moving on to the second part of the mailbag then... um we uh, did, did. we get uh, uh, an email from Songbird? We do,
0: week? as a matter of fact. Let me pull that up. Um, I don't. I, I, th- I think that the responses that we got on our other social media channels um, were just simply people just hopped over to the um, to the survey and just kind of responded there. So we'll kind of parse those answers mm. and maybe comment some more on those uh, next week once we have some more responses in that. So if you haven't already, please pop over to survey. Let us know what you think about the show, and um, and be able to give our uh, your feedback anonymously. Is, is it's designed to be filled out anonymously if you want to mention who you are it's entirely up to you but um, it is it is designed so that you're yeah you're is not anonymous. required to absolutely um, but yeah so let me pull up our email uh, from a lovely songbird for this week uh, so, Sombert says, uh, "Dear Tacticianicorn, Goat, and Fallon Flynn, uh, mailbag answer. It seems you guys really want want to talk more about the games you play, but you don't, as you'll know. The conversation will take up a bunch of time in the show. Have you ever thought about recording some of these discussions on the side so you can be more intimate without the time crunch and post them separately? Um, no, actually, I don't think we've really we've really talked about having like like side shows or like, yeah. like like a supplement like, show? like B sides essentially.
2: All. Yeah, you know, in in not order not to keep." In order to keep everything that we normally present to you guys into sort of the time space, because I mean, if you remember, there was a period for a while there where the shows were like two to two and a half hours. They got kind of robust in a point on a level where it was maybe a little too much for people, and so I we've scaled it back in such a way that they're running for an hour and a half on average. I mean, this episode, obviously, if you're watching it streaming, is like well over, but. Um, no, it hadn't occurred to me, but I would not be opposed to doing something like that if it was a specific game we really wanted to talk about. What, about you? what do you think, guys?
0: Um, yeah, basically exactly what you said. It's it's an interesting idea. It's just a matter of... Um... Time. It's a matter of doing it and posting it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
2: because if you guys get an hour and a half long episode from us, even that, usually we're in the studio for about three hours to give you guys yeah. an hour and a half long episode. I
0: mean, given given of those three hours, about an hour of it is just us talking and goofing around and showing each other. The yeah, YouTube yeah, videos yeah, yeah, yeah. We usually week. sit
1: down and grab so. a bite to eat or something beforehand. The other <laughs> yeah, lady as, is you've, Charlie's. as you've seen in this live stream.
0: Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. See, this is all the shits we cut normally that you guys don't have to see, and now you know
1: why we cut it. Yep, indeed. just under garbage.
0: Yeah. Mm. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't go that far. Um, <laughs> uh, Songbird then goes on to ask a honest, uh, honest, not video game related question: What did you guys think of the Super Bowl and commercials and et cetera? Um, I was, I mean, I don't care, a, 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 I don't care at all about um, about about the Super Bowl itself. Commercials this year, I was disappointed frankly. Um, I, I feel like there have been better commercials in the past. Um, the, the, uh, the puppy monkey baby can go to hell where it came from. Um, that, that, is, uh, that, that is the extent of my feedback. What do you guys think? um i
2: this is probably the first year that i didn't watch and i haven't seen a single one of them i could i know what the puppy puppy, monkey baby is because i keep seeing pictures of it floating around on facebook and shit well
0: you've seen but based
2: on on what i've seen like i'm good i'm stocked up i don't need to see it
0: hang on so you've you've seen pictures you haven't seen the thing in motion no i don't want to see it we're gonna fix it now now, please don't do that (laughs) it's gonna happen it's gonna happen um,
2: I didn't watch them at all this year. I'm not I, I played football in high school for a little bit. i'm I'm not much of a sports guy. Um, the short version is is, and everybody fucking hates this, but um, I have no interest in watching a game I'm not playing to win a trophy that does not belong to me. It seems kind of silly. So I've kind of stopped watching sports. Um, That's fair. Um, so, so so hang on one sec
0: i'm gonna fire up uh i'm gonna screen share and i think um let's see here we go oh god and i'll just here it comes that. man i might just chill tonight
3: oh, oh puppy no monkey no, baby. no nope nope puppy monkey baby Mm-mm. puppy monkey baby no charlie puppy monkey baby
2: Look, Puppy. as a father with a monkey. son about that age, baby. it just. Mm. Puppy monkey baby. Because... Can you guys hear, hear it. Puppy monkey baby. No, no, oh, I don't need Puppy, to hear monkey, it. Baby. I'm
0: seeing everything I need to see. Puppy monkey baby. Puppy um...
1: monkey baby. Mountain Dew Kickstart, Dew, juice, caffeine. Puppy monkey baby.
0: The no. the audio just makes it so much more worse. It's uh, it is is disturbing and wrong on every level. Now here's the here's the funny thing about this commercial. Um. Uh, you know why this I don't know if you've heard the story about how this commercial came to be apparently last year um, the, the marketing firm that came up with this commercial looked at last year and they looked at the three most popular search terms for, I guess, commercials last year or whatever. And the three most popular terms were puppy, monkey, and baby. And so they literally just took those three and made a commercial out of it It for the sole purpose of capitalizing. It's SEO in a commercial form, a search engine optimization in commercial form. They just took the most popular terms and made a commercial out of it that made no sense whatsoever. Um, that's why this commercial exists.
2: And it was probably the most talked about thing of the Super Bowl, which absolutely, is disturbing.
0: Absolutely, absolutely.
2: And it, uh, just based on what I just saw, I'm good. Yeah. Look, I I could go on a whole separate rant about why I don't kind of don't care anymore about the Super Bowl commercials, but um, mostly that, you know, never mind. I'm not going to do it. It's a soapbox. I'm going to skip it.
0: Yep. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. go, go to any opinion on the Super Bowl and or commercials? I didn't watch any of it. I didn't
1: have <laughs> any, any. No, I had better things to do with my time. And but, now that but, I've seen that, I'm okay with that decision.
0: <laughs> that's fair. Uh, okay, so Sombra continues um, with a quote. Uh, Get down on your knees and tell me you love me. <laughs> and then goes on to say, um, uh, come up with ways to describe your burning passion that's gaming related to who, whoever or whatever you're trying to swoon over. Uh, that means you too, Goat. Um, ex- uh, for example, Goat's
2: choking to death.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he's got True Who. He should be fine. Uh, um uh, example. My heart goes "Wah, Luigi" when you're not beside me.
2: Oh, okay. So we kind of—it's kind of <laughs> like a, making a Valentine, a video game related Valentine. So video
0: game related Valentine. Mm. Mm.
2: Um. Boy, you put us on the spot. This is a good one, Songbird. I, I, Jesus.
0: I'm. I'm gonna go first. Um. Um. When I think about when I, when I think about you, my heart gets a guilty spark. <laughs>
2: Oh, well, very well done. That's very nice. Thank it you, implies you. that maybe it implies, though, that maybe the character you're talking about is cheating on their significant other and feels a sense of okay, guilt. Hang on, um, <laughs>
0: you are taking. No, not the you. Way. I
2: said, I said the character, not Charlie. Okay. To be clear, I want you to be able to do the show in that week. <laughs> um, did I just say murdered to death? I think I think you may. Have. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't work, does it? No, um, it does. Uh, that's ah, that's
0: this is gonna take me order. a second.
3: Mm mm mm.
0: Goat, I feel like yours mm. should be something Zelda-related about opening your chest.
1: No, I was going with Mega Man, <laughs> and let me show you my Mega Buster.
0: Uh, okay, that works too. Mm. Uh, that, that
1: works <laughs> just as well. Yeah, that's not very romantic, though,
0: Goat.
2: That's just let Not romantic. And
0: creepy. It's it's a violent it's a, <laughs> Um, it's a Valentine. It doesn't see. have to be romantic. It can just be I mean it's
1: a Valentine. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I mean mm. seriously if it was like it'd be like Sam show me your tits. Like <laughs> pretty straightforward. <laughs> Here you go. Uh,
2: this is this may be an easy out, but I'm going to go ahead and, and say this on the, again, maybe not so romantic side. I'm not going to give you like a Valentine's Day card. I would send you a song. and Or it's one of those cards that when you open it plays a song. You open the card, and the audio goes,
0: I'm going to take you for a ride.
2: <laughs> That's it. Awesome. That's the best I can come up with.
0: Okay. Um, Songbird continues oh, So you're walking down a street When you see a Pikachu wearing a deerstalker uh, And blowing bubbles out of a pipe While staring intensely at a cute lady What do you do? Um, I don't know what a deerstalker is But I don't think I need to Because my answer uh, to that question I know. is run away
2: Here's what I would say Go home Danny DeVito You're drunk
0: <laughs> What is a deerstalker? It's a hat uh, it's,
2: it's a hat it's, it's like a, the, the Sherlock Holmes style. Yeah. Oh, that's
0: what they call that? I didn't know.
2: Okay. This yep. is this is a reference to the uh, the uh, Detective Pikachu thing, where people were signing. There were a bunch of people signed a petition where they wanted oh. Danny DeVito to do Pikachu's voice, Detective right. Pikachu's voice. Right, right,
0: right. Hence
2: my hence my uh, on the nose joke about about Danny DeVito going home.
0: Right, right. Okay. Um, still run away. That's my answer. Goat. <laughs> still run away. Huh? <clears throat> I would. Um,
1: I just uh, ask him if it was elementary or not.
0: <laughs> All right. And then, mm-hmm. John, did you? Uh, uh, what would you do?
2: Exactly that. Look at him and say, "Danny DeVito, you're drunk. Go home." Oh,
0: that—that's <laughs> your answer. Okay, just sure. checking. Uh Okay. And uh, finally, Songbirds. Uh, last question is. Congratulations! You three have landed roles in the upcoming live-action animation-hybrid Sonic the Hedgehog movie! Uh, What do you think the directors will want your character to be as? Uh, Also, if you had the power to be anything in the movie, what would your part be? So, uh, Gord, I feel like you should just go first, because your answer would be the easiest, because you're already an animal. Yeah.
1: Uh, what was the question? Sorry, I tuned out for a second.
0: Um, so, what, what do you think your, you, the, the directors want your character to be? Uh, so, a goat. And then, uh, if you had the, if what would your power be? Like, what would your sonic, um, sonic world, sonic rules, you know, sonic-like power be? Um, um, as a, as this goat in a sonic in the sonic movie.
1: Probably rainbow ejaculation.
0: I ah oh
2: wow ah. ah. That's good. Well, the <laughs> show was good while it lasted. Bye, guys. <laughs> um, I would say um, my first instinctive uh, answer would be to encroach upon uh, other IPs and say like I would be awesome possum, or uh, <laughs> I would be an awesome possum, or uh, maybe a blue-footed
1: booby. I feel like that would be my. It's a blue-footed the bird,
3: boobie.
1: or the um, appendage. The uh, bird goat, it's
2: animals, man. all oh, right right, footed movie right with the power to embarrass himself impeccably. Impeccably, that's it. nice talk. That's, pond. that's all I got, yes. Yeah, but I'm. Um, see, yeah, I just did it right then. I embarrassed the shit out of myself right there in front of people watching the show.
0: Charlie. Charlie. um He'd Be a pony. Uh I would You'd be a unicorn. Um, you know what? I'm going I'm gonna change it up a little bit. I feel like in the Sonic world, um, a griffin would be more appropriate than a, than a pony. Um, and to be That's clear, a left field thing. Well, griffins exist in the world of Equestria. Um, let's see. I'll show you. Ten that. points for Charlie Dorr. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna ask if you lived on Spooner Street, but alright. Here are here are some examples of Of MLP oh. Griffins, and oh, so hey, wow. I just feel like uh, I feel like the Griffins are more uh, more appropriate to the Sonic world than and the ponies are, and so I would there be a go. Griffin, and um, I, I would I would fly real fast, just like Sonic can run real fast, I would fly real fast. Right, now so would go. Concorde, got it? Yeah, basically. I like I like this one actually. This is uh, Gregory the Griffin, uh, apparently an OC by uh, Tin Kenio. I like that I like that design there. So yeah, something like that. That's what I would be. Stoic. Good times. Got it. Mm, mm. Good stuff. All right. Um, and then uh, before Songbird signed off, she wanted us to mention thanks, Songbird. Thank you very much for reminding us of this. Um, that uh, video games uh, live is uh, is uh, going to be starting up another Kickstarter. Uh, it's going to be starting on uh, February eighteenth. Uh-huh. And um, we've talked about them in the past, and we mentioned them in the past. So their Level 5 um, Kickstarter is going to be starting up on February 18th. And so um, if, you, if you know anything about Video Games Live, um, it a, is a, basically a traveling orchestra um, headed up by uh, Tommy Tellerico. Um, uh, Friend, uh, you know, um, uh, who uh, we've talked about in the past, and um, all, you know, all great things. And so every year, I think now for the last, I think this is gonna be the fifth year, level five, um, where the, where they've done this, where they basically do a Kickstarter to fund an album being recorded, of. Um, of uh of basically of you know the music that they've that they've done they put together that year and um you know they, uh, like any kickstarter there's various levels and rewards that, that you can get and um so yeah so uh, apparently on February 18th uh, they will be going live with this so just check kickstarter and just look up video games live or BGL on uh, on then and um, uh, please support an awesome project if you are able to at the time so Songbird thank you very much for reminding us of that a, a
1: little Absolutely. bit of, a little bit of information the reason they picked February 18th is because that's Tommy's birthday Right on. <laughs> it's
0: cool. Awesome. Well, happy early birthday, Tommy. Because uh, I'm sure he watches this show. Um, uh, yeah, One can so. Hope so that's, that's our song read email for the week and like I say the various um, I, I don't think we got any direct social media responses because I believe it looks like everybody is just going out and filling this, filling out the survey which is yeah. awesome which is what we want as they should yes so so please once again uh, survey.gamerheadradio.com please uh, swing over there and fill out the survey just let us know what you think of the show um, especially after this episode which is something that's completely new for us um, yeah. let us know what you thought and if you thought this format worked out well what you'd do differently what you think we could do better worse so on and so forth um, if you like things about this that we can incorporate into other shows live shows and things like that I, I the one thing i very much like about this format is that we're able to like put stuff up on the screen and you guys can see what we're talking about as we're talking mm-hmm. about it um you know we've we've talked uh, you know several times about incorporating video of some fashion into our live shows um it's just uh you know we haven't had a the equipment to do that the, uh, like a traveling projector and all that stuff and then also um you know the uh you know, basically, you know, from, from where I sit, I basically am, am running the show like you've been kind of seeing in this episode. And um, this is my first time trial by fire of, like, trying to, like, pull up the articles and put them up on the screen at the same time. And, you know, let me know how you thought I did. Let me know if you think there's a better way I could yeah, do it.
2: Yeah, we've never done this for you guys. So, I mean, like, when we the decision to do this was very brief and we had to put this together very quickly in order to do it due to weather and everything. So, um, you know, we're, we're, we're shotgunning a show to you this evening. So Charlie, Charlie slapped this together quick, fast, and in a hurry to make it presentable for
0: you. It's awesome. Thank you, John. Um, so yeah. Um, John, uh, does Villains have anything coming up that you'd like to talk about? I believe you. You, we, as we talked about last week, you mm-hmm. have a show, uh, a show on the way here.
2: February nineteenth, this coming Friday, um, we're going to be playing at the Bottom Lounge in Chicago, which is one of our uh, one of our favorite rooms to play in the city. They're always really kind to us. Good, uh, good beer list there. Um, good food there. Dining room separate from the uh, the actual performance hall. So if you want to get away from noise, still you can. Um, one of my favorite bars in Chicagoland, but it's. Um, more than a bar it's not like a pub it's it's i don't know how to describe it it's a really good medium sized room um you know we're going to be playing four new songs there and um then we're going to be announcing a bunch of convention shows we're going to do some stuff that's a little different this year too um but that's that's it for villains if you guys are interested in coming to the show the tickets are 10 bucks you can find a ticket link uh you know online through bottom lounge or through the Villains facebook page if you want the ticket link i can message it to you or email it to you or whatever it is you want to do um so just keep that in mind but that's it that's everything we got going on cool
1: go uh <clears throat> not much going on on my side um i'm helping with the villains show as or contractually <laughs> <application>. uh <clears throat> uh new we do have good news uh we have been sending tracks off to be mixed and mastered for the record so it should be coming out hopefully sooner than later so we can get that behind us um other than that um just tax wing and this cool
0: uh, on my on my side, <laughs> uh, on my side of things, ponies. Uh, uh, I mean, what else is there to say? Um, uh, Winnie City Pony oh, yeah, Con coming up first weekend in April, um, April first through third in in Schaumburg, Illinois, at the Hyatt Regency right next to the Whitfield Mall. Um, I mean, the fact that we're only like a month and a half away is just mind boggling to me. I mean, this this one really snuck up on me. I, it it's like when 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 cider fest ended in november i was like oh when City isn't until april we got plenty of time and the, but then like the entirety of december is just nothing because it's all holiday and family stuff and just like yep. so it's like yep. d- december was just like lost time as far as icon like, planning is concerned you know i did some stuff but i mean like not as much as i sh- you know would have would have liked to if, if, I had, if i had had the time more um and uh, but uh, but yeah we are looking for volunteers. So um if you are if you are hearing this, if you are at all interested in um in, in attending Winnie City but uh, but maybe um don't have the scratch for a badge, well the the, the the best alternative to attending is to volunteer. Um just come up, hang out, be on staff with us, um we'll we'll find a department that fits your particular talents or skill sets. And um you get into the con for free. Um you get a staff t-shirt and if you need it, you get discounted hotel room. Um, and, uh, and yeah, the, 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 team that we have put together for staff this year, I am in love with these guys are awesome people. Um, very, 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 they, they they're all getting along like, like long lost brothers and sisters. Like they're, uh, it's a, it, the, the, the camaraderie there is, is, is definitely, um, it's definitely pleasing. Um. But, uh, but yeah no but pretty much every department we have is still looking for volunteers of some kind or another uh, whether it be registration um, kids department if you like working with kids uh, helping with various crafts and projects and things like that we are looking for some help there and um, in our base our special events department which is um, if you like like planning parties and like putting things together and um, you know planning events and like researching into like different things you know it's, uh, it's a little more before con work um, but um, a couple you know we, we could use another body or two there and then executing the stuff at con um, but Uh, But uh, yeah Um, if you're a fan of the show if you're a fan of the fandom or if you just like conventions in general even if you don't like a thing about ponies you just like going to cons and being around con people because con people are awesome people um, yes please volunteers Uh, winniecity.com backslash volunteer and then also on that website you can check out all the various guests and events and things we have going on Um, it's going to be a really 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 good time Uh, so um, and then uh, while I have you all here um, I haven't done one of these in a while uh, for my beer of the week uh of Um it is a Russian imperial stout. Um you know imperial stouts are about as black as they come. Um and this is just because of how much it's been roasted to the alcohol content. This uh, uh whenever you see something that's that's imperial, that almost always means that it's just a higher level of alcohol content. And this particular beer is I want to say it is yes. Yeah, so this is 11.5%, so it's a, it's a, definitely a higher um ABV beer. But um, it is roasty, it is chocolatey, it is coffee and uh, yeah, it's, it's very, very, very good. And um, if you have, if if you like beer, if you like craft beer, if you haven't been up to Oath in Naperville, um, they make good stuff. You should go check them out. And so that's that's my beer of the week, um, gentlemen. Anything else you'd like to share or talk about with these fine folks before we take off?
2: No, just want to take a second to thank everybody for uh, coming and hanging out with us on this uh, weird little experiment for us, doing the, doing an impromptu video show live stream.
0: Yep. Definitely. Yep. Thanks to everybody. Uh, and please, again, survey, let us know what you thought. Um, if, if this is something we should do again, if this was a train wreck and you think we should just stick to our normal format (laughs) again, survey is anonymous. So, um, all feedback is welcome a quick interjection because i forgot to mention it during the recording um we uh just a quick reminder for everybody that we do have merchandise available for sale in case you are a new listener or an old listener that just may have forgotten um so if you can pop over to uh, gamerheadradio.com and click on the store tab or on our facebook page just go to facebook.com backslash gamerhead radio and then click on the i think it's a merchandise uh tab there uh it's the same 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 location same prices and everything just uh two different ways to get there and we do have shirts and stickers and buttons available for sale as well as a combo where basically you get a a, uh, a button and a sticker uh, free with a shirt. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it's a kind of a permanent deal that I never took down, and uh, well, uh, it's still there. So you should do it before I take it down. Right now, go do that. Um, also, mailbag question for next week. I think all I think all the all of us hosts at some point or another have played uh, one or more of the Lego games, and so we are going to take a look at the kind of a Traveler's Tales and at the Lego games that they put out so far, and um just talk about just kind of have a roundtable discussion talking about which ones we liked, which we which ones we didn't like, um including Lego Dimensions and um you know some some of the newer entries that uh, um that, that that we may have played, and so um a mailbag question for you is um which of the Lego games have you played if any um or are interested in playing if you haven't and uh, what have you liked about them which ones didn't you like and why and um what games do you think would make really good lego games now keep in mind in your answer uh any answer is acceptable of course however just keep in mind that uh you know you're never gonna see walking dead lego you're never gonna see um you know any any anything r-rated or probably pg-13 rated lego just because of what they've done so far so um you know, just uh realistic answers are accepted. Um but um also, you know, go crazy. If uh you know, you want showgirls Legos, let us know. Um but uh yeah, now back to the uh back to back to the recording for the close out of the show. Um, but yeah with all that being said if you have liked what you've heard and seen um, GamerHeadRadio.com you can find us at Facebook.com backslash GamerHeadRadio at uh, Google.com backslash plus GamerHeadRadio and on Twitter at GamerHeadRadio where I'm at T-E-K-Charlie Goat is at Sir Ghostworth and John is at the Colin Flynn. Uh you can uh, email us at editors at GamerHeadRadio.com or leave us a message at 94926Gamer um, you can subscribe and download the official GamerHeadRadio app on uh, Google Play or subscribe on iTunes Uh iTunes Citra um, Radio, SoundCloud, uh, YouTube, Twitch, or with your podcast download of choice. Um, thank you very much, everybody, for hanging out with us and talking with us and contributing and joining the call and joining the podcast and being a part of this this, this experiment, like John has called it. Um, this has been Gamer Head Radio. You guys all have. day. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much. <clears throat> This episode of GamerHead Radio was recorded in front of a live internet audience on February 14th, 2016. Due to length and relevance, portions of the audio from this episode were edited out. The full, unedited video version of this recording is available at twitch.tv gamerheadradio Radio and youtube.com backslash GamerHead Radio. Thanks again to everyone that watched or participated in the live stream with us, and we'll see you next week.
1: Well, we've got 202 200
2: total views. So for anybody that might be uh, actually watching the stream right now and are going, well, where the fuck is the show? Uh, this is the kind of stuff that happens right before we actually start the yes. show when we're doing the recorded version. And we edit all the, the, the shit out that you don't hear. <laughs> this is the kind of shit where we're like, oh, we're getting everything ready. Oh, I got to clean my glasses. You know, um, all that fun stuff beforehand. So that's what the, that's what you're getting right now. Yay, Think of it right. as an all-access a backstage pass to nothingness. <laughs>